Yeah. Oh. I just feel like here we could do a public service announcement. <laughs> oh my god, by this saying is like that, your pet peeve, isn't that it? <laughs> mixing drinks. I would say it's not a thing. It is a thing. You can obviously mix them, but it's, it doesn't matter. It's like, alcohol is alcohol. It doesn't make it a worse drunk state or a worse hangover. That's nonsense. It's the same when people say, like, whiskey gets me angry, gin gets... No, it doesn't. Like, it's bullshit. And I just want to, you Did know, you public service. <laughs>
Yeah. So, okay. But you know, as I listened through, I was like, yeah, I kind of get the theme yeah, a bit yeah. more. I got the flavour. Yeah, yeah. So, so I moved, we, we moved from drinks into food. And then I tried to put the food in a specific order. They kind of get more meaty as you go along. <laughs> which is like... What do you mean, meaty? Well, the, the, oh, like the order of the playlist the gets meatier. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you mean the song's literally about no, meat? No, no, like, yeah, yeah, like literally. Shortening bread, though. No, oh, no, but that's... Shortening, though. Yeah, well, firstly, yeah, shortening. Yeah. And also, that's kind of our bonus round at the end. Oh, do like you always we... have a bonus no, round? No, no, I've just done it for the last couple. What does that mean? Um, Just who played it better? Oh, ooh, cool, yeah, I've got got that in my mind. Okay, yeah. have, you got, have you got an answer to it Oh, already? yeah. Okay, cool. I was thinking about that today, actually. So, uh, yeah, straight onto the playlist then, yeah? Uh-huh. You ready for it? I think so. I had another listen to just, just as a refresher, isn't it? Really? Are you playing the whole... Oh, do you play the whole thing? Not necessarily. Oh, it's like behind the scenes. It's quite intriguing to see how you actually do it. Okay. Black I know, I think I remember this one pretty well, actually. So. Cool. So that was Black Coffee by Humble Pie. Yeah. What do you think of that song? Yeah, I liked it. I I think, I don't know, like when I first listened to it, I was kind of, well, this is kind of what I was saying to you yesterday, off air, mm. you know. Um, yeah, obviously I was like, oh, the guy's voice is really cool. Um, you know, he's a really good singer, obviously. Um, and, you know, the instrumentation is really cool. It's got like a nice kind of, yeah, a bit of a groove, I suppose. Um, but then, <laughs> then I watched like the video. You said it was it was them performing live. That that the the video you would have seen is them playing yeah. it live. But that isn't a live recording. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah, that one's not live. But I I watched a video on YouTube of them playing it, and I feel like when I saw what the guy looked like, I was far more suddenly far more <laughs> impressed by his voice. I was like. This guy is amazing, like, what the hell? And I feel like it, it's really unfortunate and a bit, yeah, it's a bit sad for you. I didn't give him the credit that he deserved, I don't think, because when you watch the video, you see it's a white guy. And he's tiny. And he, yeah, he's quite small. I mean, he just looks like a kind of stereotypical guy that's in all of those bands in that era. I don't think he even um, does. He looks... Do you know what I I mean, maybe I think I'm he looks even less typical. He looks like... Someone from Oliver Twist. What's the kid from Oliver Twist who's like... Oliver Twist? No, no, not (laughs) me one. The one who's like besties with Fagin. Dunno. You know, he looks like that kind of character. Can you get a picture of him, actually? I'm just quite curious. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't, like... I mean, I think he was more... He was just, like, nondescript, you know? He was just a guy. Um... Oh yeah, look at that haircut though. That, that's later, that's in the 80s. <laughs> look at him there, look at his little baby face. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's got long hair, yeah, basically, and he's white, and he's, you know. Sorry, I need to know who, uh, who the Oliver Twist character is. He just reminds me of like, someone from Oliver Twist. Is it Twist. a kid in Oliver Twist? I swear it is, yeah. I'm d- my Oliver Twist knowledge is not amazing. I'm just going to put is it, it out there. Wasn't it wasn't in the 1948 film, was it? No, no, no. Is it the 70s no, no. Was there a 70s one? Uh, it was the... 68. It was one in 1968. There was also that one with all the mice and stuff. Or oh, the cats. The cat. Do you remember that one? What? Never mind. I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. I'm sure there was like an Oliver cartoon with like Oh, no, yeah. Was that piece of Oliver Twist, oh, though? Was it? No, I think it was. Was it? <laughs> was that one of the Aristocats? No. Aristocats is a it's totally different. separate. But there's a cat called Oliver. But that wasn't Oliver Twist, was it? Oliver and Company is what you're thinking of, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Someone might know what I'm talking about. I feel like I've got... I'm onto something here. I was thinking of the Artful Dodger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's that song that they sing? I like that one. Oh, the city... No, what the hell? No. <laughs> what's that from? <laughs> I know, I'm pretty sure that is all of it, but... Uh, Fagan sings that. That like that actually looks like Steve Marriott. <laughs> I kind of get what you mean. Actually. So, by the way, for anyone listening, we're looking at a picture of Artful Dodger from the nineteen sixty eight film Oliver Twist, and he looks like Steve Marriott. How does he not look like? I mean, Steve I can see he didn't. Look, okay, there. Yeah. Look at that. Come on, Karen. How have you stored this piece of knowledge in your brain? You've got a weird. This is your weird photographic <laughs> face, face memory. memory. Plane, but it's yeah. true, isn't it? Why would you remember that? I don't, I don't know. Understand. Like my brain just that says that is weird. That is, I'm gonna have to put these. They might on the be YouTube. related. I mean, Steve Murray is tree. Steve Murray is like a little Cockney dude. Like he is kind of he is that kind of character. Anyway, I'm glad I'm glad you accept that I was correct on that because that is uncanny. And he is that kind of he is that kind of he's from that background. He was from what I've read. He he started off playing in like. West End, like, bars and stuff. East End bars, even, because he's, like, a proper Cockney lad. Oh, Steve Marriott, not... Yeah, Steve Marriott, not, not, not the Apple Dodger. Dodger. Got you. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, so he was in the uh, the Small Faces, originally. Oh, okay. So, Ichiku Park. What what did he do in the Small Faces? He sang. Did he sing? Yeah, he was a oh, singer right. and a player. Oh, cool. Uh, and, like, one of the primary songwriters. Oh, interesting. But if you if you listen it, to those songs, you can hear that voice. It's just yeah, yeah, no, humble pie. They get a lot more like bluesy soul. It sounds quite like it reminds me of free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the kind of guitar playing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the, the groove to it reminded me of free quite white, a lot. White boy blues, basically. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I don't know why I said but there. See, this is why yeah. it comes in. It's that weird prejudice thing that. But I, do, I also I, think I think when you watch the live video, like that is a better performance than the studio one anyway. Yeah, so it makes that, sense. Yeah. I didn't. To be honest, when I watched it, I didn't really clock on to that. You know, I wasn't mm. comparing. It was just like my reaction instantly changed a bit. And yeah, then yeah. when I listened to it again, I was like, God, yeah, that guy's voice is good. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame that I didn't give it that credit yeah, to yeah. begin with. But um, I like. Did you have that same reaction? Is it? Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I've, li- I, I've been listening to the Small Faces for yeah. years, and I always liked his voice. But I d- I've not known much about Humble Pie because they're mm-hmm. not as good as the Small Faces. And he's one of those guys who never quite was as good as he could have been because, mm-hmm. like, the age-old story of drugs and stuff. But also, the Small Faces were better because they actually had bit more songwriting strength to them. Okay. So they were a bit like sorry I'm turning away to pull my drink. Oh it's fizzy now, you've ruined it. <laughs> sorry. Pouring some ginger um, beer. Yeah, so what's his band called again? Which one? <laughs> the band that sings this song. Humble Pie. Humble Pie. Were they successful? I mean I... They were relatively successful. Yeah. Um that guy was in that in them uh, before he got big. Peter Frampton. Yeah, who's he again? Bass player. Baby, no. No, I don't know the song. Oh, baby, I love There you go. You got that from my ear. <laughs> <laughs> what the? You need to mute that. I shit. need to mute. Uh, Sorry, are you allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, it's fine. How do I do that? It's fine. We'll keep this in. Keep it authentic. Um, so they were. Peter Frampton was in it for a bit, and then he left, had his solo career, and he had like. Peter Frampton Alive, I think it was called. He's like one of the biggest selling live albums of all time. Peter Frampton's one of those dudes who was big in the 70s, but no one really talks about him these days. 
Why did we get onto Peter Frampton? Because he was in Humble Pie for like a couple albums, but he'd left by this point. So they did have quite a few albums then. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, um, uh, Steve Marriott, um, burned to death in his (gasps) Tudor mansion in the early 90s. Oh, he was, yeah, he was quite well off. Oh my god, what happened? There was a fire and he he died in the fire. How was there a fire? I don't know whether he's, he might be. Does that matter if he's his <laughs> I just, I just want to know what happened. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm not sure. I'm like not to read know about the that. Full story, he, you know? Yeah, he just died. Maybe he was smoking or something. I fell asleep. I don't, I really yeah. don't know. That shit. Okay. But um, hmm. he had like Quite a, sad. like a, you know, like a 14th century or something mansion in the middle of Essex, I think. Wow. Um, but you know, I mean, small faces had enough songs that would have just raked in so many royalties. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess I do. It's so funny that when you think about, like, has-been musicians, some of them are still... Like, the Rembrandts is the classic example. Who and sang. then you guys did the Friends theme. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, though, yeah, I mean, that song. They didn't <laughs> write that. I think someone else wrote it for them. Oh, what? But I, 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 I could be wrong, I could be wrong. That's... But either way, the performance um, royalties are enough that you just... They can just live on that yeah, forever. Yeah. That's crazy, oh, It's crazy, it? it's complete madness. Oh. Um... But yeah, what about, what about the song? Do you think it's a, like inherently? I like it. I mean, we had a rank, you know, I think out of all the ones on the playlist, it wasn't like my favourite. I think like, I like, I think the main thing for me about that song is his singing is really cool. Yeah. And like the kind of... Vibe. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more of like a vibe, like an yeah. atmospheric thing. It's, it's quite, there's not, in terms of like the melody and stuff, there's not that much to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it kind of, it's just like a driving, a bit repetitive. Not yeah, in a, yeah. Not in a terrible way, but you know, I guess in that way, it's maybe not the typical thing that I'd be like, wow, like I mm-hmm. really like this song, but it's a it's a cool song. And I can it's see. It's a good performance. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, I can see why yeah. people would really like it. And yeah. yeah, like that performance on YouTube, like if you haven't seen that, do watch that because. I'll link it. Yeah, because yeah, his singing is like. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really but I was going to say, so who, I, t- I told you the other day, didn't I, who did it originally, that song? I can't remember. Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. But I just looked it up now, and it was Ike Turner who wrote it, which is a shame, because Ike Turner was a dick. Is Ike, who's Ike Turner? Uh, Tina Turner's husband, who died, oh, if he, he died like right, a, few, okay. while, a few years ago. Oh, right. Did he write a lot of her songs? Uh, he wrote and co-wrote quite a bit, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tina Turner. But when I, I told you I watched that reaction video, there's a guy oh, on YouTube yeah, yeah. that watches this and then reacts to it, obviously. <laughs> and reaction video. he was just like, oh my god, this guy, he sounds like Tina Turner. So, yeah, I guess maybe yeah, yeah. that's kind of partly why. But what's her version like? Do you like it? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably, it doesn't sound quite as good, I don't think. Mm. Like, she obviously has a great voice, Tina Turner's an amazing voice, but... I just don't think it sounds as together as a band as this one does anyway. Yeah, yeah. But all, plus also, like, it does also work in this guy's advantage that it's more mind-blowing that he sings it, so you end up being more impressed by him doing it than Tina Turner. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of what I was getting at earlier. Oh, like, right. it's a bit of a joke. I thought you meant you were holding it against him, but now you say, no, oh, no, you're like... No, it's um, a shame that, like, I think it goes both ways. Like, you do, um, you don't give as much credit to, like, yeah, maybe, yeah. like, black musicians or someone like Tina Turner who yeah, yeah. sings like that. Because, I don't know, I just yeah, don't yeah. think you do, and I think... Yeah, yeah, um, But, um, but I, I have to say, on that subject, I think there's a cringy lyric in here that he added, that Tina Turner doesn't sing originally, which is... Which one? My skin is white, but my soul is I black. was going to say, yeah, I was a bit like, ooh, 
I'm pretty sure Tina Turner did not sing that line. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. I was yeah. a bit like, oh, okay. I think it's, that's one of those things where you're like, well, it's no longer like 1975. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it was, wasn't cringy then, but it's a lot cringier now. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I did find that quite cringy. Yeah, yeah. But obviously I didn't know it was a Tina Turner song before that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that when I did first listen to it, and it's called like Black Coffee and stuff, so I was a bit like, oh, this does feel a bit cringy. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and obviously after I saw the video of them playing it and stuff, so yeah, the lyrics, I don't know. But I, th- I guess I just got used to them, really. yeah. yeah. And it, as I said, like for me, the song was more about like just his voice yeah. and like you know, quite like the bluesy little like guitar feels like yeah, yeah. You know, like but it's funny when you see him playing live as well because he does some of the little uh, boogie rhythm in the background. And mm-hmm. he's, I think he's playing the Telecaster in that video, and you can tell how tiny he is because the Telecaster just looks huge on him. Yeah, he's just like I didn't really notice. It's completely out. He said he's, but I mean, you are a very tall man, so you pick up on these things like flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> I didn't notice that he was particularly tiny, but yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we move on from that. But his voice, I mean, his voice is incredible. But the thing is, if if people do like his voice, and I think most people would, it's better to actually listen to The Small Faces than it is Humble Pie, because Small Faces actually have good songs as well. And it's a bit more, like, they're a bit more like whimsical English songs combined with a bit of R&B. You know, like Ichiku Park being the most famous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, even that, you hear him, he's properly belt and he sounds amazing but it's also kind of a, a very English goofy psychedelic song yeah I love oh, that song I'll have to go back and listen to some of the songs uh, my mum used to listen to that song done by the M people oh, yeah do you want to hear their version of Ichiku Park uh yes I can't really remember how um, I do know this song but yeah we'll listen to both we'll listen we'll listen is Rod Stewart in The Small Faces? No, he was in The Faces, which were made of members from The Small Faces and then Rod Stewart. Right. Which is why it's confusing. Oh, good, because I thought it was Miss Stupid. Yeah, but, yeah. And Rod Stewart is kind of like, in my opinion, a knockoff version of. He's got a good voice. He's got a great voice, yeah, but he's, yeah. he's not as cool as Steve. I don't Mike. think he's quite as good, but. But also, he yeah. ruined his. Like, but quite similar vibe. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah. But also, Rod, Rod Stewart. <laughs> that kind of it's very uncool to mention Rod Stewart just because of what he did in the 80s. Just like that. What did he do? Just that music he did in the 80s. Oh, like, do you think I I'm sexy? Oh, silver lining. Is that him? Maybe he did a cover, but that was originally Jeff Beck. No, no, yeah, but I'm sure Rod oh, Stewart did, he do did a cover. A... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, to get on top of I'll be embarrassed if I'm wrong. But Rod Stewart was originally in. Je- there are the links everywhere here because Rod Stewart was originally in Jeff Beck's group. After in the Jeff Beck group, in the Jeff Beck band was it? The Jeff Beck group. Yeah, so he was on the debut album of Jeff Jeff Beck's solo career, uh, and singing. For the singing, band, yeah, yeah, right. Um, and. Rod Stewart, Jeff Beck. Oh, sorry, sorry. Dropping a can. Rod Stewart, J- Jeff Beck always takes a piss out of Rod Stewart for this, supposedly. Um, he used to, when they were performing live, he would used to want to perform behind a screen to not ruin the illusion because he assumed that everyone would think he was a black singer. And he was like, I don't want people to know that I'm actually white. Oh. And Jeff Beck was always like, right, mate, come off it. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's really but Rod weird. Stewart's weird, isn't he? I mean, I, I don't know the guy, maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know him personally. Yeah. 
don't anyway. know anything about him. Sorry, is this MP? Is it, did they also sing One Night in Heaven? I don't know. What's the other famous one though that they did? I can't remember. It's just... Oh Their songs are so... It's just... They're all the same, aren't they? It just reminds me of like the late 90s. It's just... Yeah. That's, that's well, they, right, they were huge, weren't they, the M, M people? I don't know, were they? I think they like actually you say the M people, that sounds really... It's M people, the M. M people. Why are they called M people, I wonder? I have no idea. That's one to Google. Anyway, that's a great song. So that was Black Coffee, but the oh, drinks yeah. are about to get a bit stronger. Ooh. We're about to get a lot more folksy. Okay, let's do it. I drive at home on a Monday night. It's live. This is live, isn't it? Yeah. We don't need to listen to all that. Okay. What do you think of that song? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I like this song. Like, this song is very nostalgic for me because I spent, like, my... Well, my dad's a Celtic supporter, as you know, and quite a lot of times when we go on holidays as a family, we would spend nights in, like, Irish pubs and stuff where there'd be, like, always, like, a live band singing. This and probably. this song would always come on and you know my family would be there my granddad would be like playing his spoons and everyone would be singing and so yeah it's like quite a nice like you know I get that kind of warm fuzzy nostalgia when I listen to this song um, but I think like I guess when I was like younger I didn't really listen to the lyrics and when I've been listening to it I'm like god this song is actually like quite sad like his yeah. wife's basically like gaslighting him isn't she? And cheating on him. And well, and cheating on him, but then being like, oh, no, no, it wasn't a horse, it, it, it wasn't, oh, like, it wasn't a baby, it was just... No, it was a baby. She's saying it is a baby. No, was she? Oh, I can't remember. But do you know what I mean? Like, she's... Yeah. God, Pug, I mean, obviously he's a bit of a drunk, and that probably causes some issues in the relationship, but... <laughs> You're getting so in-depth with know, the characters. Do you know, I was thinking it all You're getting through, so in-depth. But... It's, 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 just a, it's just a folk song about, like, a guy who's always drunk. I don't have these opportunities though to sit and listen yeah. to lyrics so I guess like I was just taking a new spin yeah. on it you know but I mean you know it's it what what is it it's a fun song it is but did you not notice he only he only sings about six nights I you say I'm getting in depth I did not sit and count no but oh I'm not psychologically <laughs> analyzing it. yeah no I didn't know that no 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 because I think he says Intriguing. at the start or he says at the start of some versions he says oh they're only gonna let us sing six nights of this we're not allowed to sing the seventh night and we've heard the seventh night. I was gonna there's say a, there's that folk singing night. I was gonna say that. Yeah. And the seventh night is about his penis. About his penis, yeah. Because do you know when I was listening to it, I was like, "Where's the where's penis verse?" Obsessed. No, but I was just, I was like, "Did they make that up? That would be weird." Yeah, no, no, for like no, no, they random... just they, they always miss it out of this. But I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why they do it as a joke or whether. What does he say? Do they say thing like yeah, where my old thing. thing should be? Yeah, yeah. And then what's her comeback? What did she say to that? I have no I idea. Know. I have literally no idea. <laughs> How did maybe she get she takes, herself out of that one? Maybe she takes um, inspiration from a song later on our playlist. Oh. And says it's a kielbasa sausage. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I do not know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... But you know what? It's a good, it's a good song, but I was going to say, I, would, I always think this about Dubliners. And, like, folk music generally. Mm. There's kind of a happy medium between being... Professional and together, but not sounding too polished. Professional and together. 
So you need to be yeah. like some folk bands are really like really like falling apart and just not tight and just the singing is just out of tune mm. and the lyrics aren't really to any melody they're just kind of talking and sometimes that's just a bit too much for me and I think oh I'm not really interested in this yeah yeah and other times that you know a folk band could be way too polished and you're just no longer a folk band at that point yeah um, do you so, mean like like Bellowhead how so, they sound quite polished they, they, that's what comes to mind I do like Bellowhead still yeah but they are too polished to, they don't feel like a proper folk band they feel like a kind of they sound like a bunch of session musicians who are interpreting traditional folk music yeah 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 no totally I get that you don't believe that they, they've led a folk life <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean though don't you yeah and the Dublins are always on that cusp, cusp where they, they they sound they sound authentic because their voices sound like fucked like shit yeah but they also like they sound good enough like they're not they're not out of key or whatever yeah no you can sing in tune but it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really gravelly yeah. um so they're always on that like, some, sometimes I hear one of their songs I think oh it's just a bit too but other times they hit it perfectly yeah um obviously Stan Rogers isn't on this playlist anyway but he always hits that medium perfectly <laughs> always enough. always no exceptions always um but this song I think it strikes a balance for me. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, like, I wasn't... Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I know what you mean, because I've had the same thoughts listening to other folk bands. Well, especially, like, Bellahead, where I've always thought, like, they sound... There's just something a bit wrong. Yeah. Like, with that kind of polished sound. I think the Dubliners, like, automatically sound rough and ready because of his voice. Yeah. I don't really listen to the instrumentation very much, I have to say. I don't really pay attention to it. This song is probably not... But they, they do tons of instrumental stuff anyway. They play like a bunch yeah, of jigs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't know them that well. Yeah. Um, but you know, it sounds. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it does probably strike the balance. I to think me. it does mostly. But there's a few like they do a version of Donegal Danny, which I think is a great folk song, and that's just too. It's not very nice to me. It's a bit too. Is that live? Or, yeah. Right. Because yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if it's a difference that it's live. It oh, can yeah, sound yeah. a bit more kind of. Yeah, maybe. But, but I mean, even their studio recordings basically are just. Recording them in a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, But then they do Fields of Athenry, they do that brilliantly. Mm. And then they do Rocky Road to Dublin, and they do like the best version of that. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. that one, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think like the problem with these types of songs for me is like, uh, like if I'm sitting in a pub and like listening yeah. to it, I'm like, yes, this is brilliant, this is just what you want to listen to, and you've got like a pint or whatever. But I don't know, like listening to it at home, it's just. They're quite repetitive, aren't they? And yeah, yeah. You know what's coming, and they'll, you know, six verses or whatever, yeah, the yeah. same thing. So it can never be like my favourite, you know, it's never something I probably would put on at yeah, yeah, that yeah. much. Yeah, I do agree. Um, yeah. It's not one of my favourite songs, this one, but yeah. it's, it's, it's got a nice vibe. But it's like different music for different occasions. I think you're right, this is a very specific occasion for the Dubliners. Yeah. Not all the Dubliners, but this song specifically. Yeah, yeah. Being drunk, probably. Yeah. The, the prime occasion. Yeah, true, true. But, but yeah. it's a good song. I don't think it's not yeah, very it's a good song. Sing. I liked it, I liked it. Yeah. But I think the next song is when we get really some seriously good music. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to pause us here. Okay. Whilst I go for a pee. Oh. How unprofessional. I'm back. I'm really scared every time I cough now. I'm like, God. <coughs> every time I think I'm ill. Yeah. Oh, do we need to add a disclaimer that we oh, didn't Oh, yeah, you didn't like, do that. We live together, so we're allowed to be in the same room. Yep, don't worry, guys. Yeah. We're, we're doing this thing right. This thing. Yeah, this well, thing. So should we listen to the next song? 
Oh yeah. Do you know what? Actually, can I just say I actually made a few notes on my phone. Oh, and I, I love it. Forgot. I love it. They're quite short. Okay. Should we listen to this first? <laughs> it's just to jog my memory. Sorry. Yeah. Go. Well, like, um, I hadn't heard this song before. I do really like Rory Gallagher, I think. Yeah, he's Rory what? Rory Gallagher? <laughs> oh, that was, sounded like I was doing a weird Irish accent. <laughs> um, I really like Rory Gallagher. Can I just say now, before we get ahead, because I, I don't want to forget this, that every time I mention to people that I like Rory Gallagher, they're like, I didn't think you'd be into Oasis. He's like, the other brother. Yeah, the, the third brother. <laughs> and like, like, I'm not a hater on Oasis necessarily, but I'm not. Like, they're not. You're not a fan. Yeah, like they're fine, whatever. Yeah. But Rory Gallagher was just such a singular talent <laughs> that like, it just... It's funny. Uh, it just, it does offend me. And again, I'm not like <laughs> trying to like diss Oasis in saying that, but... Yeah. Quite, they're just different, you know? Very, different. Uh, yeah, okay, but look, I've got that. I'm, sorry, I interrupted you, but I just wanted to say that because I would forget that. It's alright, it's alright. So, what are you saying? You love Rory. Uh, you, love, you love him. Everyone. Alright. Yeah, no, no. I think he's a really good guitarist, and um, I didn't really know him very well until when we lived in Liverpool. We went to see that um, like tribute kind yeah, of. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just one band, was it? There's it was three. lots of bands. There's three? three main ones, at least, too, yeah. Yeah, but they, I mean, they're all really good bands and stuff yeah, yeah. as well. And then after that, I guess I listened to his songs a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, I liked him anyway, but obviously hadn't heard this song. Um, so yeah. we've not even said what it's called. Sorry. Did oh, we do that for the last I one? I don't think we said that. Oh, we're terrible. Uh, we. Your yes. podcast, your problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did for the first one. We said black coffee. What? That was None of this we, by the way. Okay. <laughs> The, responsibility <laughs> the second one I'm was just the Dublin. Okay. Second one was the Seven Drunken Nights. Okay. Oh god, I'm terrible. I always forget that I have to do this. Like in the Waltz podcast, I didn't even explain to people what a Waltz was. Which. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not. It's yeah, not the end of the world. But I should. Know. I should have done that. I should have done that. But yeah. Do people know what food and drink is? I introduced that sufficiently. Yeah. Okay. This is called the Barley and Grape Rag, yes. by Rory Gallagher. Yeah. Um, yeah, like his, it reminds me, I was thinking, what did I put on my phone? There was something. Yeah, so the riff kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, Bob Dylan, Don't Think Twice It's Alright. I think it might just... It's got that similar... It's got like a similar rhythm and maybe like the seventh chords or something. Yeah. The way it changes, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, Rory Gallagher's guitar playing is a lot more precise. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think. Yeah. Um, Because it's like, and I guess it's like... Don't think twice is quite a fast riff as well, but um, it's a fair pace on that. Don't think twice. Yeah, it? it's it's quite fast, but um, he's quite sloppy, which is yeah. fine because that's Bob Dylan, you know. Yeah. But um, Rory Gallagher, like, he's is impressive. On it. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. so precise with the notes, and you're like, what the? Does he play with like finger picks? He plays. Or? I think he plays with two finger picks and maybe yeah. a thumb pick on this song. Okay, I thought it sounded like clear, like yeah, it was yeah. a finger pick or something. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, there's that little fast, like, solo, that bit in the middle. That's you nailed cool. it. You, cut, you <laughs> that nailed was rubbish, it. But, you know, um, that's really cool. And, yeah, it's just, like, a, it's a, he just sounds cool, doesn't he? His yeah, voice yeah. is quite, like, you know. It's yeah. not, like, the most amazing. I never thought, like, Rory Gallagher was an amazing singer. But Yeah, I mean, like, he's not... 
I'm not, uh, he's I'm not, not that first singers, guy, but he's not, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't. I don't think his voice stands out, you know, I wouldn't... But yeah, well I think it stands out, it's, it's unique and it, he has a really specific... Um, I think some, in this song, sometimes when he sings you can hear the smile. Do you know what I mean? When you can yeah, hear that someone's like true, laughing almost. And like, I think he's very... In the same way that Bob Dylan doesn't stand out in a way, but does, because he, he enunciates words in a certain way. He stands yeah. out because he's got a very distinctive voice. But I think Rory Gallagher has a distinctive voice and it sounds nice and it sounds cool yeah. it's not necessarily it doesn't stand out in terms of quality I, I don't know what do you know what no. I mean I mean yeah maybe it's just like personal taste as well yeah. like I, I've never I've never been his voice that has attracted yeah. me but I'm not so yeah I could see that but I do I think you could spot it easily in a lineup. Rory yeah. sounds like Rory he doesn't sound like other people maybe uh, maybe like you know the music better than me as well probably yeah, as maybe. well like, I don't know but yeah um, but yeah it's just I think, like, is the song as well, I was just, again, listening to the lyrics a little bit more today. Um, is it just about him, like, getting drunk? Or, like, is he driving or something? It's just about getting drunk and getting locked up in a cell for the night. Yeah, is that it? Okay. Pretty much. I'm not sure if that's necessarily true to his life, but it's a typical, like, And he's like, just like, I just trope. want a drink. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I don't care, I'll get arrested. That yeah, yeah. thing kind of, like, that's yeah. kind of, like, you know, that smile, actually, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. But I think, I think he's great. I think it's a cool song, and what does he say? I'm mixing the barley with the grape again. Yeah, oh. I just feel like here we could do a public service announcement. <laughs> oh my god, by this saying is like that, your pet peeve, isn't that it? Mixing drinks. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not a thing. It is a thing. You can obviously mix them, but it's, it doesn't matter. It's like alcohol is alcohol. It doesn't make it a worse drunk state or a worse hangover that's nonsense it's the same when people say like whiskey gets me angry gin gets no it doesn't like it's bullshit and I just want to you did know you public service and that no I did not put it on here solely so for that you can have a little rant <laughs> no no it just been. struck me that I was like yeah public service announcement <laughs> announcement I can't even say I, it yeah I think people because like on nights where they're mixing drinks a lot they, they also, also drink, drink a hell lot. of a lot so that's why you get drunk, guys. Yeah. Oh, that's why you get hungover, sorry. Yeah. Is that the thing? It's about yeah. getting hungover. Um, people have sayings like, is it barley before grape? Yeah, but like, I didn't... Oh, sorry. Grape before, it's fine, it'll be all right. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really talk on to that line, actually. But does that, is that what he no, says? No, but he says, I'm, I'm mixing, mixing the barley with the grape again. Yeah. I think he says that. No, I don't know what the saying for that is, but yeah, there is a thing about not mixing barley Or in a grape. certain order as well. Grape before... I don't know. Wine before beer... Stay clear. Have no fear. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Damn it, it could be the one. This is, it's nonsense anyway. But I'll say, right, Rory Gallagher specifically. Uh-huh. I think most people, when they talk about, like, great white blues people, it's basically Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. It's particularly in America, no one else really talks. There's almost no one else who's, like, up there. Obviously, when you talk about the first wave of, like, or even... The kind of pre-British invasion of blues people. Oh, Eric Clapton, I guess, is obviously mentioned as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously you've got the three kings, the Albert King, B.B. King, Freddie King, and you've got, you know, Robert Johnson, all the original blues people. But when people talk about like, white blues, when it tends to be Stevie Ray Vaughan first. Yeah. Eric Clapton a bit, but he kind of... By the 70s, he kind of turned to soft rock or whatever. Which isn't, I'm not saying it's bad, but he turned away from blues quite a bit. Yeah. And I think in Europe, people are a bit more tuned on to Rory Gallagher. But I think Rory Gallagher is way better than Stevie Ray Vaughan. And I like Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar playing, but I feel every Stevie Ray Vaughan song sounds the same. And he has that one thing that he does, which is 
sounds immense and it sounds cool and he has this like really cool rhythm style that sounds massive mm. I kind of feel that's all he does yeah I don't know I guess I feel like I haven't really listened to enough Steve Ray Vaughan like, I think I, I have because you know he's a guitar as like someone that plays you yeah. know what I mean? you feel like you have to yeah, yeah. Or if you want to like learn a new song you can like oh who can I go to but yeah I don't know I think like obviously he's a good guitar player but I just never I couldn't really hang on to the songs you know like yeah. it just didn't because they're mostly 12 bar blues I think, yeah like. maybe that's it it just didn't and a lot of Rory is 12 bar blues but he did a lot of other things like Bad Penny is not 12 bar blues and they just feel more like proper songs I guess yeah. like you know and I just like his I think it's just his style that yeah, I quite yeah. like Like, and I'm not trying to diss Steve Ray Vaughan here I just I think Rory Gallagher I think you can find people who are really into music who still haven't heard of Rory Gallagher. Yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't really... Yeah. I think I'd heard of him, but yeah. before, obviously, like, I'm sure you would have mentioned him at some point whilst we were together. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't, he wasn't on my radar. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, you know, someone like Steve Ray Vaughan very much would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I didn't particularly like him that much. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Think, yeah, like Steve Ray Vaughan, really. you know... Any guitar magazine, he's mentioned pretty much every week or month or however often these things come out. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, like Whereas, little guitar and all that. Yeah, Rory Gallagher's <laughs> kind of more the person that'll mention every year and be like, you know, people forget about Rory, but actually... Yeah, yeah. I think he's so versatile. He plays slide, he plays like finger-picking, blues, open tunings. Yeah, because like he that does... kind of thing, like on the acoustic guitar, you know, that's like a whole different technique, yeah, I yeah. guess, to like playing his like electric guitar stuff, you know. It's quite impressive that he's yeah, yeah. so... On, on it, it. Yeah, like, yeah. with that kind of fast, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And he plays crazy. mandolin. I'm sure he plays a bit of banjo, and he actually he does plenty of covers, but he writes songs as well. Did he write that song? Sorry. He wrote that song. Yeah. Oh, did he? I and don't know why. I just assumed that was a cover. I don't well, it know. sounds like an old traditional. It's like an old blues song. Yeah, yeah. You know? I was and like, oh. he has tons of songs like that. I think even Bob Dylan in the seventies had one of his records, and you know. Was I think he met Rory, and he was like, "Where did you first hear this old record?" And Rory was like, "I wrote that." Yeah. And even Bob Dylan was just like a bit blown away by that because he's like, it just sounds like it's always been written. Yeah, it does. It, it yeah, feels yeah. like one of those songs that's just, oh, I don't know who wrote yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It's just been around like for like, ages. Kind of like yeah. Seven Drunken Nights. I don't know who wrote that one, but it feels like, like who wrote that? Who, who knows? Yeah, it's just one of those. But I think it's always impressive when someone can write a song like that. Like Fields of Athenry yeah. was actually written in the 70s. Oh, right. Okay. And that feels like it could have been written. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that. I, I genuinely thought it was just... Yeah, yeah. An old song. An old song. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I guess, like, for me, it's like the same thing as the folk song thing. Yeah. That is quite repetitive and, like. I think. But this it's one's got a bit an edge, less, hasn't yeah. it? Because yeah. there's, like, all that guitar stuff going yeah. on that's quite, like, cool. Yeah. yeah. But also, I think this song's a bit less repetitive because it doesn't yeah, have Yeah, it's got, like, different. Uh, I don't know what bit I'm thinking of now. The Bright City Lies. Oh, that yeah. bit, yeah. I can't yeah. See that. Yeah, kind of goes that's into quite the in that bit as well, I think. Yeah. Maybe playing on that? Yeah, that bit's quite different, isn't it? But yeah, you know, it's still got that kind of feel yeah, in yeah. a way, but... It's not a pop song, is it? No. It's very much the blues. Yeah. 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 But yeah. But I, love I, it. I love Rory. I think he's great. Yeah. Good old Rory. And, you know, he's singing about alcohol and he died because of alcohol. Oh, yay. <laughs> Sorry to get so dark. I mean, the first, <laughs> first guy burned to death. Oh, my lord. The Dubliners, I think, are mostly dead now, largely due to alcohol. Rory had, like, a 
terrible fear of flying, took medication for mm. it, and also drank. I think he was partly got more into drink because of his fear of flying. And that combined with the other medication. I think this is the right story, just did havoc on his liver and stuff. And by like the early 90s, he died in like 94, he, could, he was really getting bloated. And like he's seen play live, oh, he I still does it. pictures of him, yeah. Yeah, and he still nails it. But he, he just doesn't look well. How old was he when he died? Yeah, mid-40s. Mm. That's sad. But Rory was one of those guys who's so influential. Like Brian May said he got his guitar tone from Rory. Oh, really? And it's a bit like, well, Brian May's guitar tone is unique. So unique that I don't even really particularly hear it in Rory. I can no, understand no, yeah, it. Yeah, There's some songs true. where I'm like, I can get where he maybe got influence from it. And supposedly he talked to Rory a few times and like got a few tips on how to do get tone and probably just turned it to his own thing. Yeah. But I've seen interviews with Brian May where he's like, oh, Rory was so great. You know, we, you know, you'd go watch him play in these London clubs and he'd always, you know, meet up with those young kids afterwards and, you know, tell us, you know, give us tips and stuff. Mm. And you're like, I remember hearing that interview and thinking, I'm pretty sure Brian May's older than Rory Gallagher. And he was, he's like a year or two oh, older. Oh, right. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. But Rory was like 19, 20. When oh, because he, like, he was just really young. Yeah, he was really young. And Brian May was comparatively old. He was like 27, 28. Right. By the time Queen got yeah. really quite big. So he was like a younger guy giving tips to... Yeah, yeah. but in, Brian May's probably not trolled through Wikipedia like I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, in your mind, if, yeah. if, you know, it's the late 60s and you're watching someone on stage play... You might just assume they're older than you. Yeah, especially if they're really good. I yeah, guess yeah. Just like, yeah. Um, and I think with Rory as well. Yeah, he's not necessarily the best singer in the world, and he's his lyrics can be a bit. They don't matter that much, but they can be a bit shaky. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, again, I don't really pay yeah. attention to lyrics too much. But I think for a, like a guitar hero, I think his singing is very good, mm. and his songwriting is very good, especially his songwriting, because guitar heroes are usually shit. Like. Jeff Beck, Steve I, Joe Satriani has his moments, but there's a lot of just noodling. Yeah, I like Joe Satriani, but I feel like it gets a bit old quickly yeah. with Joe Satriani. The only yeah. person I can really think is a, like one of the big name guitar heroes who can actually write songs like Rory could was Jimi Hendrix, mm. who could clearly write really good songs. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it seems kind of rare to have like, yeah, these like full songs, you know, it's not... I say full, like maybe that's a bit unfair. <laughs> kind of not meaning just instrumental yeah, yeah. as well. Like, you know, kind of more standard. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I mean, I think it's... I mean, I think, like, the best Joe Satriani songs are really great. Instrumentals mm. are really great. But I don't think he can... Personally, I don't think he can He can even sustain that over one album. Like, Joe... Uh, sm I was going to say Smoking with the Alien. <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> Surfing with the Alien is his best album. And even then, like, he just... There's so many songs where he's just got a riff and just goes... Yeah, and then the I few songs so. where he sits down and writes a melody, like, Always With Me, Always With You. That's it's great. It's one. amazing. But there's other songs on there where you should, like, you should have just tried to write a melody for all of these. Well, like, circles. Oh, yeah, that's, like, a tacky one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And there's Ice Nine, which has, like, a cool riff. Yeah. And then just going... Get bit like because I think it's like you start to listen, and you're like, Oh, yeah yeah, 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 and then the rest of the song is like that too. And you're like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked it in the beginning, but you know, it's just the same thing, yeah. yeah. But Surfing know. with the Alien is a great tune as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, no, they... I like a lot of it, yeah, yeah. I do like a lot of it. And I think Saturani is a lot better than most, but but I think with someone like Rory Gallagher, it is a bit more impressive because you've got I'm not saying like instrumental music's less impressive, but you know, you've got the singing as well as like writing the lyrics as well as 
doing the guitar part. You know, it's like it all hangs together yeah, and yeah. he's managed to have that kind of balance of like yeah, yeah. somehow making it all work. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think with Rory as well, you it's kinda of what I was saying about folk things, you want to kind of feel like they live the authentic folk life. Even if they don't, you want to feel like they do. Yeah. Which you don't with Bellowhead. Yeah. But you do with Stan Rogers, who totally did not. I mean, I don't. Do you know, not get you listen to Stan Rogers? Yeah, I, I could believe that he's like. I a fisherman mean, yeah, I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's so important to me though. If you no, it's, it's not like it's not real authenticity, but you want to hear that the sound needs to sound. It needs to sound authentic. It needs to sound okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not because okay. Sam Rogers went to university. So it doesn't matter to you that he wasn't official. No, no, because Sam Rogers, as I said, like <laughs> oh, was went to university and then just right. was in bands. I think he started off as like a rock bass player, totally different. Mm. But he just it sounds real. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Bellahead, I get you now. Bellahead could be. They, they could all be like deep sea fishermen, but it doesn't sound real. It's his. It's the singer as well. It's not just. It's the horn section and everything. Yeah. Okay. The horns are a bit much sometimes. But the singer, ugh, his voice. I don't. I'm not as against that singing. I'm not. But Rory. Either. I mean, like Rory sounds the part, and he also just lived the real bluesman lifestyle. Like he was always on the road, mm. and like, yeah. He had long hair. Or <laughs> double denim, for like three decades. Yeah. I mean, what more could you want? Yeah. 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 It's a real deal right there. Yeah. Anyway, next song, yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't think I've got anything else to say about that one. Oh, no. I tell you what I wrote on my little notes. Where is it? Oh, yeah. This one I just put. <laughs> this one winds me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go uh, on. Just winds me up every time we do do do. I'm like, for God's sake, now this one again. Because <laughs> I've listened to this playlist a few times. Yeah. Oh, it just really grates on me. Does it? <laughs> really grates on me. We don't have me. to spend long on this one. I just, I don't know. Do you know? I you're like laughing. It. I you like, like it. That. It's oh, very the voices. Goofy. And you know, is it Randy Newman? It's Randy Newman. Right, I didn't know that at first. And then I listened to it a bit more. I was like, like, that sounds like Randy Newman. But at first, I was like, this reminds me so much of Bismarcky. Oh, baby, <laughs> you. Because oh, his oh, voice. No, wait. Randy Newman's voice or Dr. John? Because no, Dr. John. I don't know. No, but even Randy Newman, just the whole like elongated, like everything's like, eh? like, I don't know. <laughs> Something about it. Everything's just exaggerated and it's like, oh my God. That's just that sound. That bit. Oh In the God. middle. Sorry you again. That bit where he starts saying, Oh, what did he say? He's like shouting. I'm like, oh my, I can't like, listen to this anymore. Uh, I read it in the Bible, or at least, <laughs> yeah. uh, at least I think I did. He and, shouts. Uh, he shouts every. Either way, it's uh, in the public domain, <laughs> or at least it should be. But he's he's shouting it, and that. I don't think he's shouting. Yeah, it. That's just Randy Newman yeah. noise. I mean, the more I listened to it, I was like, I mean, it is quite a goofy, funny it's song. It's very goofy. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's the point. And I, you know, the more at first I think I was being a bit harsh because I was like, I mean, serious, like, what the hell? This is <laughs> this is rubbish. This is not good. How could they think this is good? Oh, so we've not even said what it was. <laughs> oh God. Oh, we're terrible at this. Eight of the apple tree. We, I am. I'm terrible at this. Eight of the apple tree by Dr. John. But on this one, he's also got Randy Newman. Can you just play me a bit of Dr. John's voice? Yeah, I remember now. 
It's actually Randy the Newman's relaxation. voice. Relaxation. No, Randy Newman's voice annoys me more. <gasps> but it, I'm sorry, I don't usually think that about Randy Newman, but it really grated. Oh God, honestly, just talking about it is getting me irritated. <laughs> I don't know why it's had this effect on me. I'm sorry. You need to watch this. Do you know what I mean about Bismarcky? I think if you listen to that song again, you might know. No, I, I mean, I love Bismarcky, but I really like the song. What do you like about it? Tell me. You might be able to win so me. goofy. It's, it's just... like the goofiness. Like, what? A, what is... Just It's expand. funny. Like, the lyrics are funny. Yeah. Like, that middle bit where he's, like... Because, like, it's kind of... I ate up the apple tree. It's a reference to, like, the Garden of Eden. I know that. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I'm saying, like, that middle bit... he talks about that as well. Yeah, he's like, you know, I read this in the Bible. And he's like, well, I think I did. And, yeah, it's, yeah. it's in the public domain. It should be. Yeah, like, I think maybe, like, I didn't... Uh, when I very first was, I wasn't getting that kind of goofiness. And when I listened to the lyrics, I was like, okay, this is clearly, like, hmm. you know, taking the piss a little bit. But then still, I couldn't get rid of the, the feeling it gave Look, me. Look, it's, it's, you know, it's no, it's no classic. It's no work <laughs> of absolute genius. Oh, do you know, yeah, sorry. I'm just thinking every time that intro, do, 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 like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, I can't listen to it again. No. Oh, I see. I think it's just so, like, happy as well. <laughs> <laughs> It's just too happy, yeah. And then you did have, you did raise raise a big a big question mark around the album title as well. Can you remind me what it? Dolin's dis that or dubber. Yeah, I was a bit confused by that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's what just because where that came from. They're both kind of like classic New Orleans dudes. Okay. I oh, it's, it's Randy Newman. Well, I mean, he was he, sounds he lived in but... California for a bit, but then they moved. Did they move to or from New Orleans? <coughs> I think they moved to. And they're part of that like New Orleans kind of big band soul sound, they're not soul, New Orleans okay. jazz kind of thing. And you know, Randy Newman's whole career has been that kind of piano boogie yeah, yeah. with like that drawl that he has. And Dr. John's very similar. So but is Dr. John... He's dead now, he died last year. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he, had a, he had a ball of a life. Was he old when he died? At he least? was quite, He must have been mid seventies at least. Oh, but I mean, he, he, was right. like, he was like addicted to all kinds of things in his twenties. Like frequented many a brothel. Like he led led quite a wild life. Right. Doesn't we need? To f I don't mean to be insensitive, but some people die. And you're like, well, I'm not saying he had a good life because some of those things aren't necessarily something you'd recommend. Mm -hmm. For some people, you die. And you're like, well, he had a good go at it. Like we don't okay. need to feel too sad. I mean, no, like I mean, if you if you know the guy and you're part of his family, <laughs> but like. I, am I just digging a hole here? I think you are a little bit now. But you know what I mean. I know you. Do you remember mean, when Bruce Forsyth died, and he was like, I remember saying this a lot of the time. He was like ninety or something. I don't think he was ninety. He was. was he? he was old. Okay. And that's the he thing. Was like around for a he was healthy. Time. He looked healthy. Yeah. He had a no, great yeah. career, I, long life. I agree. Sometimes really? people die, and I'm not saying it's not sad, but rather than everyone going, oh, it's, it's the saddest thing in the world. It's a celebration of his life. Yeah, it's okay. And you know, it's Dr. Okay. John. Not yes. saying he led a good life. I think in many ways he led a immorally <laughs> right, bad life. Right, okay. I feel like but, now you're going back into that hall that you Okay, came well, that's fine. I don't know whether they knew each other when they were younger, when they lived in New Orleans. So Dr. John, he was just like a solo artist, but yeah. had obviously like these collaborations. How famous was he? I don't know. He wasn't huge. How he had one or two albums that were like quite big, and his biggest song was Right Thing, Right Time. Which is a good song. Right thing, right time, right no. thing. No. <laughs> um, 
Right Whoa. place, wrong time. Is that him? Time. That that's a part of his face. <laughs> so it's called right place, wrong time. I I can't oh, even get that. Oh, I've got hiccups. Oh no, nightmare. But it's a good song. Right place, right place. Not a fan of his voice, I have to say. It's a bit creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds the part. <laughs> no, it does. It does sound the part. Right like, it's fully what you're. I mean, expect he looks creepy. Let's be honest. Look at that picture. Is that, ear? is that like a hooped ear? Yeah, it's like it looks like a bone earring. Hat. Or something. Oh, he's wearing like a bone necklace as yeah. well. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's fully what you'd expect for this type of music. Maybe it's just not not my, yeah. not my kind. I mean, I'm not a huge Dr. John fan. Where did you where did you find? Is it through um, Randy Newman that you found? No, no. So um, one of his albums is always recommended as like a, a listen to album. Okay. But it was like an earlier one from like the sixties. It's very like sounds very sound. I mean, obviously this was why he was going for it. It sounds like it was recorded in like the swamps near New Orleans. Yeah. Like on a dark, kind of creepy night next to like a graveyard or something. Yeah. And it's kind of got that voodoo feel to it. Um, and it's a very rough and ready album. I can't remember what the album's called. Um, oh, cool. Oh, what's it called? Let's see it somewhere. Gree Gree, yeah. Gree Gree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at the album cover. It's very, like, voodoo. Is that French? Or is it... What does that mean? I don't know. Like, Gree Gree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know French. I don't even know that is French, to be quite But, yeah, um, Dr. John's Dr. John. He's kind of a... Yeah. He's kind of a cult right. musician in a way. I don't want to be part of that cult. That's fine. But I was going to say, Randy Newman. So Randy Newman, he, he's obviously of Jewish ancestry, but he didn't even know what Judaism was as a religion, supposedly until he was like 20, because he just wasn't brought up in it whatsoever. Oh, okay. But when he was back in those days, he, he, in California, he couldn't join like um, like the, cl the men's clubs, because it was like, no blacks, no... Jews, oh, that was like right. a sign that sat outside. You literally said on like a placard. Yeah, yeah. Probably said it in worse terms than that, in fact. Wow. Um, and he was just, so he was, someone was like, no, you're not allowed to join the club because you're a Jew. And he was like, oh, what? <laughs> no, what? no. What's one of them? I don't think wow. he was quite that ignorant, but you know, he was, he was just like, what? But obviously his surname, I presume, was a giveaway to people. I was going to say, how did they know for sure? Yeah. Um, but it just wasn't part of his life. But that's why he's interested. Well, it's kind of like an extra level. When, yeah, when he sings that bit, he's yeah, like, yeah. I think it's in the Bible. Because yeah. he was brought up in a very secular family that he right. genuinely probably wouldn't have known that until he hit a certain age. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we don't have to spend too long on that. Because the next song is the best song on the entire list. Can I go for a wee? Yeah. Let get that. I might get a drink. Huzza, huzza, huzza. You know what, I just listened to that song again, the Dr. John one. I love it. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you were right. Can it's annoying. Can we well, keep Harry, Harry in here? Well, he probably won't want to hang around for very long. No, oh, he just wants to rub. You're a good lad. He loves all the boxes in here. He's so much less bitey than he used to be. Oh. <laughs> grown my lad you've grown into such a good son well done goodbye <laughs> he's just ripping <laughs> right uh, I have to I still I love that song I think it's great I are mean, you recording yeah, oh bollocks oh well you know we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this one <laughs> <laughs>
You're, you're like a little old person because you've got a little cold. blanket. I get cold. <laughs> Is that cold in here? Oh, oh it's cold. Um, but you know, I, I'm just wanna just make it clear that you know this is a brilliant playlist, and I'm kind of just blowing my own trumpet here. We're touching on many different subjects here, and we're gonna even <laughs> touch upon even more subjects as we go through it. You know, that's the beauty about food, isn't it? Food is oh, so many everything. foods, yeah. But not just that; it touched upon every aspect of life. It does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're mean? not on board. <laughs> You're not on board Sorry. with this this culinary <laughs> journey that I'm taking you on. So like, we'll come, by the end of it, we'll make it clear because we'll touch on all the all the major you just philosophies. Mean, like, it touches on me. It touches. No, on... like all right, okay. I think I took that a bit too surface level. Yeah, okay. That's... All the food groups will be covered. In this <laughs> yeah, podcast. I made a little food pyramid. I made sure I could fill it all in. I mean, right, so the, the next. Sorry, time, I'm gonna remind. I'm not gonna. I'll. I'll He's no, giving me a look. <laughs> Just because you were stumbling. I was stumbling. <laughs> it's this whiskey is going to my head. Um, I'll introduce the song after we've listened to it. Or should I introduce it first? Do it first. Do it first so I remember. Yeah. So this is the Beach Boys. Vegetables. Or uh, vegetables. Thank you. I love you most of all, my favorite vegetables. <laughs> Some weird noises in this. What? Is that what it is? Yes. Do you know what? I was listening what to this in my headphones running, yeah. and I thought that there were sounds of people coughing, and I was like, what the? Do you know, because yeah. beer virus. And I was like... But you don't have it. But then I was like... Oh, but you don't no... make sound like you have no, it. No, no, sorry. I was listening to this song in my headphones. Oh, and you thought... And I, in the back... But I thought I could hear coughing, firstly. Right. Oh, right, right, right. And then right, I was right, like, right. oh... the cough... Is there just someone coughing in the background of this song? Mm. But it's, maybe it's the carrot munching that it's I'm hearing. Munching. I thought it was coughing. I was really confused, because that mm. does not go with the theme of the song at all. Because it's about being like fit and healthy, right? Oh, the carrot munching does. I thought you meant yeah, the, the coughing cough- doesn't. Oh, yeah, we're, we're on completely different pages here. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yes. So, uh, guess who played the carrot in this song? A Beach Boy. No. Possibly the most famous musician of the 20th century. Pop musician. Pop musician. Who was around in the late 60s? Cause Freddie, no, he was a bit later. Um. Late 60s, I don't know. Give me a little clue. It's a he, obviously. Yes. Um, Paul McCartney. Yes. Oh my god, no way! Yeah, yeah. I'm not even sure if it's on this definite version, but there's a whole big story about this song and this whole album. But we'll get into that in a sec. This is one of those songs that I did look up a tiny bit. Oh, how dare you. No, it's just like a little okay. sentence or something on Wikipedia. Why so, did I even look this up, though? I don't what know. did you think of this song? <laughs> I've heard you sing this, by the way, around the house. I know you like this. I have been singing it a bit. Um, yeah, so I think it grew on me, like, when I first listened to it. I mean, I'm not that into the Beach Boys. Like, I like their big hits and stuff well enough. I mean, I'm wearing you down. 
No, I don't think you are. No? <laughs> Why do you think you're wearing me down? Because you, you're singing this one. Yeah, but, okay, that's one song. Yeah, but, you know, this is this is a, this this is a fairly, you know... Gateway drug. Yeah, yeah, this is a pretty obscure cut, this, so if you're yeah, into this... Well, I, let's talk about this, just, you can hear my opinion first. So, you know, um, when I first listened to it, I was feel like, this is just a bit weird. And I was like, I couldn't, again, this might be a problem of mine. Wasn't sure if it was serious, wasn't sure how serious to take it. Because, you know, it's called vegeta, you know, it's about eating vegetables, so, like, what am I going to think yeah, about yeah. that? So, <laughs> anyway, the more I listened to it, I was like, oh, you know, it's quite cute, like, you know, the melody's quite cute, and it's quite memorable, so, like, you know, I would sing it, because, yeah. you know, it's the kind of melody that kind of gets into your head, and the whole, like, I don't know, I just, li- just kind of like how he says, vegetables, you know, like, yeah, it's yeah. quite a nice little, it's pleasing to say. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, what do I think of it overall? It's obviously got like different sections. I can say it's, it's almost quite proggy. I was gonna say, well, is it not proggy? Because I just assumed, yeah, it's quite proggy. I was like, that's why Jacob likes it, obviously. We'll talk about the song a bit more, but then we'll get into the whole, oh, right. like, the meaty bit of the album and the whole history behind this song and the album I'm that it was. To, yeah. I'm trying to think what the so there's the eat a lot, brush my crazy. Eat a lot, sleep a lot, brush my crazy. I think it's the other section. I'm like, no, it's not too far for me at that point. Which bit? There's another section. I'm sure was there's it the a very third, end bit. Maybe it there's another just, section where I'm like, oh, don't. Should we just quickly listen to that? Yeah. I think it just goes a bit too wacky. I don't really like that end section yeah. as much, but I feel like in that end section there's a bit of a dark. It gets dark, so I don't. It's not when you listen to it. It's like bad. But that's not very dark. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because there's that weird da, bum, drone bum, and there's all. Yeah, that's quite happy though. And then you've got. Oh. And then there's also in the background like. I like, don't know, it sounds a bit stuff. mental, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. a bit... And I think maybe... You shouldn't use the word mental when we're talking about brand <laughs> No, I was going to say, very it did make me think, and I'm not advo- obviously not advocating the use of that word for someone that's mentally ill. I just meant the song sounded mental. But you've In a purely about, colloquial sense. Yeah, just sound a bit... Pure dead mental man. Yeah, like that. <laughs> um, you can cut it if you want. But no, I'm not gonna you cut. talked I'm gonna about... Brian Wilson quite a lot and maybe that's influencing me a little bit because yeah, yeah. I know he struggled with his mental health and stuff and like at the end of the song I'm a bit like oh god it's yeah I don't know yeah. it feels it's just gone yeah. but also I read um yeah so I think the little thing I read on Wikipedia was just like oh he was really went through a phase where he was into his fitness and his health and he wrote this song about vegetables and I was like that seems so banal yeah yeah that's the word I was looking for I was going to say basic but I didn't mean that in a you know the, the derogatory sense that is used yeah, yeah. a lot of the time nowadays like it just oh there's so much to unpack here firstly okay. banal in main lyrics that is Brian Wilson's forte I mean I thought yeah well yeah that's I can pat, see that pat <laughs> pat 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 her on the butt I hear the song but she's going to sleep I mean that is a great song, firstly. But this is why I'm like, do I take... How seriously do I take this music? Like, you, I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, okay. I so. guess that weird... La- that's what... Yeah. Brian fact. Wilson and the Beach Boys generally had a great sense of humour and people kind of just... I mean, I was going to say, people just pigeonhole them as squares. They also were kind of... Like, their music is very... 
square, mm-hmm. but like they're so tongue in cheek as well. Like they can be very serious and like very beautiful, like God only knows or something like that. But then there's so many songs that are just like purposely wacky and sense of humor. Yeah. But then yeah. the thing about him being on health, health, health and fitness kick at the time was quite funny because supposedly he'd sit down with like other people. Um, and he'd be going on and on about like, yeah, I'm on this new diet, I'm on a health kick, I only eat vegetables. And while saying this, he would be like eating hamburgers. <laughs> right. Because okay. like, he was just <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, but also he didn't actually write the lyrics. He probably, he, well, he probably gave the kind of outline of what he wanted the song to be about. Wrote the music. Oh, okay. Um, Who writes and the lyrics? The lyrics probably were written and co-written by, at this point, a guy called Van Dyke Parks who only really worked with them for a bit. So he wasn't really in the Beach Boys, he no. just did? No, right, he, he, he sometimes hears vocals in the background on one or two songs, but not many. Hmm. Um, but he was one of like, Brian Wilson tended not to write many lyrics. Yeah. Especially in like the mid to late 60s when he tended to work with other people. He did a bit more like in the 70s. That pat, pat, pat around the butt, that is all Brian Wilson. I was gonna say, I mean, you don't need much help to yeah. write those lyrics. Um, I mean, even these lyrics though, like, they're not, they're just, I mean, it is what it is. Like, but the thing is, like, goofy. Van Dyke Parks is such a weird guy that he's, he's like so weirdly like serious, but does these parody stuff at the same time. But like, the song is full of like weird puns that you just wouldn't get. Like, cart off and sell my vegetables. Cart off is a brand of potatoes. And he just oh, puts all these like okay. nonsensical puns. You're like, yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I don't think anyone's going to pick up on that. But also some of his other lyrics... It doesn't matter, you know? No, no, not really. Yeah. But he's quite a serious lyricist. Right. Even when he's doing parody stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brian Wilson has a lot of songs that even he did write the lyrics to, which are really banal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some songs where he's literally just describing what he did that morning. Yeah. And it's just like... That's weird. <laughs> I mean, I quite like them. Yeah. Um, because... Because no one else does it. And like, yeah. he pulls it off because like, he doesn't, he never comes across as obnoxious. It just comes across as naive or like a bit childlike. No, it seem obnoxious, yeah, I don't know. But it's weird. Yeah, it's, I, I think it confuses me a little bit. I yeah, just yeah. never know quite how to take it. And yeah, yeah. Because like the music itself, I'm like, I mean, that's all like it sounds, like I do like the tune and stuff and it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, apart from that last bit where I'm like, oh, I don't really like this bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's still not the kind of thing where I'd be like really into it, I don't yeah. think. I just... So yeah. I'll, I'll kind of contextualise it all a bit more. It was originally, originally released in a totally different version in 1967 mm-hmm. on the album Straight After Pet Sounds okay. um, called Smiley Smile, which basically was the failed version of what it was supposed to be. Like, everything was recorded, but Brian Wilson just couldn't piece it all together because he just, he just did too much. And the technology wasn't there to be able to do what he envis- envisaged. Okay. Um, oh, that's sad. Yeah, and he's also really, really ill, obviously, at the same time. Um, and this is what they released instead. So this is the same song. Oh, okay. But totally different. I'm going to be I think it's a joke. I think they kind of go for that joke band feel. That's weird. That, yeah. yeah. It just sounds And Paul like... McCartney definitely plays the crunchy on, that, the one. on that one. And I'm not sure about the that latter one you listen right. to. 
But basically, that was 1967, and the whole story behind Brian Wilson is that he was never the same after that, and you know he never really pulled it together since then. And that project, which was called Smile, was never really fully realised. And until 2004, when he was getting a bit better, he kind of re-recorded it all with his new band, and he released that as Brian Wilson Presents Smile. Okay. And it wasn't. It was quite big for like a guy who'd gone off, you know, disappeared for a while and came back. Um, but then a few years after that, all the original like master tapes, people found all the original master tapes and it was all there. All the music was there, everything as he oh, right. recorded in 2004, but he just hadn't been able to put it together because yeah, yeah. he just wasn't in any state. Because Brian Wilson wrote all the music, arranged everything, produced everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was all on him and he was obviously in no fit state to do it. Um. So anyway, someone, some producers and engineers ended up putting that actual that final version together okay which sounds a lot better so wait sorry i'm confused now the one that we listened to, to first that was oh, on the playlist right. is, the, is like the proper version right okay oh i'm interesting yeah, yeah no it definitely sounds loads better yeah. it's just more dynamic isn't yeah, it yeah. And, um, and it's very it is very proggy yeah does that other one not have like the same like section no it, it doesn't have the set it has the you know that kind of so, was it when he says, uh, send us in your letter, it has that bit, yeah. which is basically just the verse again, but a bit okay. different. But yeah. it doesn't have the, yeah, I do quite like that bit, actually. And it doesn't have the, but that bit is from a different song called Heroes and Villains, which is like a, a proper song and then it's like a th- that th- is the main theme from the song runs all the way through the album oh. and it kind of just comes at the end of like different tracks and at the start of different tracks sometimes in a major key and sometimes in a minor key right it's just like a theme that runs through the album oh okay which is also yeah, very proggy see that, that is, it does feel a bit like to me it kind of feels like oh it doesn't feel like it quite fits yeah so, yeah um but it's kind of thrown in and you're like oh I don't know I would have preferred it just to stay with those two little bits yeah. there and maybe be a shorter song but it's kind of thing, if you listen to it as an album it all totally makes sense yeah the tracks on the album which are like a minute long or 30 seconds long which if you just listen to it as a track you'd be like well what is that yeah but it's a fair enough, you know yeah. it's kind of a going between songs mm-hmm. um, and that is kind of the most famous album that never was but then was <laughs> yeah um yeah, so the smile session. So that was, so that's the one that in two thousand four it was kind of put together again. No, Brian Wilson put together the Brian Wilson presents smile in two thousand four, oh. and then a few years later, it's like two thousand ten or eleven. Oh, it was quite late. Okay. It was the smile sessions, which is all the original Beach Boys recordings. I wonder if he was just with that Brian Wilson. Um, I think he was more happy with his oh. Brian Wilson presents smile because right. he worked. He he did add a bit more to it actually. Yeah. Um, and there's a few bits there's a, when you listen to the whole album there's a few bits where you're like this is nice but it doesn't sound complete and then on his version it's complete mm-hmm. but it's kind of like which one do you prefer some people prefer his version some people prefer the Beach Boys one are they wildly different though? not wildly no yeah. but at the end of the day his version is a bit more filled in in a way and it's probably a little bit longer Okay. but then he sounds like a seven year old dude who's been smoking cigarettes and cocaine all his life yeah Coincidentally, that's what it was. Mm. Whereas on the Smile Sessions, it's all the Beach Boys in their 20s. Yeah. And they sound it. 
but it's a bit less filled in. I think I, I prefer the original, be- like the Beach Boy sessions. Yeah. But a lot of people prefer the Brian Wilson one. Mm. But mm. Um, yeah, it's a mega prog album. And if it came out in 1967, that would have just been crazy. Because that was the same year that Sgt. Peppers came out. Right. Okay. Um, and in Brian Wilson's mind, he was trying to compete with the Beatles a bit. Oh, yeah. I think comparisons between the Beach Boys and Beatles is, is a bit pointless at a certain point because the Beach Boys is Brian Wilson and the Beatles is John Paul, George Harrison, and George Martin, and Ringo. Well, the Beatles are just quite different. Like, yeah, yeah, very you know, different. Aren't they? Like, yeah. They're so but also, nice. like, I think everyone ends up getting. I mean, it's not Everyone true. in that era yeah. gets compared to the Beatles as well. It's like, well, how can Brian Wilson by himself compare with. All them and also like totally different types of music. Yeah. Um, it must have been very pressurizing though. Yeah. But he did release Pet Sounds, which wasn't a huge commercial success, but people still, I'm not sure if I entirely agree, but you know, it very often tops the list of greatest pop albums of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like maybe. I much prefer to Sgt. Pepper, so I don't like Sgt. Pepper so much. Oh, I don't even like. I'm not very good with albums, like yeah. knowing which tracks are on which albums. Well, I mean, Sgt. Pepper's has Sgt. Pepper's yeah. great song. I, it has yeah. a little help from my friend. That's a great song. Well, it's it's not the most mind blowing, but it's it's yeah, two it's, minutes of like it's a good song. it has it's, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. That's a good that. song. Yeah. That's I think that's better than the other ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy yeah. in the Sky is one of the best Beatles one, but it also has like when I'm 64, which is just the most annoying piece of shit. You really hate that song. I hate that song. <laughs> I really do. But that's another of those weird in-between songs where you're like, how serious do I take yeah, this Yeah, it's not meant very seriously, but at the same time, I don't, like, I'm not... It's not serious, but I still don't like it, do you know what I mean? Like, no, no, yeah, no, I'm not yeah. saying that, but I that's kind of what I find weird. I don't yeah. know, sometimes it throws me yeah, yeah. in albums like that where there's a yeah, song that's, like, really quite goofy. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm My not problem, saying you're not yeah, yeah. release this. No, a lot of people love that song. But I don't, but, like... I don't. Paul loved that kind of whimsical... A song there yeah. is. to me it's not Paul. my style Paul um, but the whole Sgt Pepper's album for me gets a bit like that there are yeah. so many songs which are just a bit whimsical and I'm a bit like oh, yeah. yeah okay it's still great but well you know maybe I'll go back and you should listen to that whole album but you have to listen to it as a whole album Pet Sounds or The Smile Sessions I mean you should listen to both <laughs> which is better Smart Sessions, definitely, yeah. Is it just because it's proggy, though? Um, I mean, Pet Sounds is pretty proggy, actually. Yeah, but do you like the Smart Sessions because it's more proggy? Um, no, I think there's a few songs in the Smart Sessions. Surf's Up, I've definitely played Surf's Up to you. It's my favourite song ever. It's just a favourite song. Okay, yeah, I mean... It's amazing, yeah. And it also has good vibrations on it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it also has Heroes and Villains, which is amazing. Um... It has a bunch of other songs. But some of it just doesn't fit together. You wouldn't necessarily listen to some of it one bit by bit. Okay. But once you listen to it as a whole, you're like, oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Mm. Pet Sounds is great, though. Pet Sounds is great. But, yeah. I don't, yeah. I just don't know if they're ever going to be, like... Yeah, no, yeah. This has been one of my biggest disappointments <laughs> in this relationship. <laughs> is, I mean, it's been, like, what can you do? 11 years, and I feel like I've been at the Beach Boys thing with you for quite some yeah. time. Yeah, you do really like them, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to apologise, I need to stop apologising. We've talked about it before. I am who I am, Jacob. <laughs> you know, got my own taste. I think it's, a thing you've said before is it's that washed out sounding almost vocal. Everything's very light. Yeah. It's airy. It's, it's airy very vocals. very airy, very. 
And whilst I can appreciate, like, obviously they, they do harmonies, don't they? And I usually love harmonies, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really into that. But it just sounds too, like, twee, I think. That yeah. kind of, like... And I guess that's, you know, that's part of the, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, goofy thing probably as well. But, yeah, I don't know. I just don't enjoy that, you know. Yeah, I can't yeah. help but just be like, oh. They never... They don't really sound... This is why, yeah, it's weird comparing them even to the Beatles or whatever because they don't sound like a rock band. No. They don't rock. The, be- no, no. the Beach Boys are completely incapable of rocking. Yeah. They, yeah. they just can't rock. But that's why I like them so much because I, I originally got into music like Thin Lizzy and like 70s hard rock. Mm. And after a while, I was like, I don't need more rock in my life. So the yeah. fact that the Beach Boys don't rock it doesn't bother me and I never feel like I want them to rock. Yeah, yeah. but you know. But I'm not, I'm not trying to persuade <laughs> you because I know it's I respect like, that, but yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But you love the... Um, I want to pick you up, which is that song about patting him on the butt. And uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Forget you can't see my facial expressions. <laughs> okay, but... the next song. Me. Van Morrison, Tupelo Honey. Mhm. Go on there. And this is another. I mean, I'm just gonna get it on there. That Van Morrison. I love Van Morrison. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, what were you just complaining about there whilst we were listening to that? I said, how long is this song? And you said, when we did actually talk about this song, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was well, just, just the, you know. This is the longest song. And I said, that song is long. And you're like, oh, it's only like five minutes. Seven minutes, people. Six minutes, 55. Pretty much seven minutes. I told you. I told you it was long. Oh, you know, that song never feels long to me. I love that song. It felt quite long to me. Do you like it, though? What did you know to say? So long <laughs> is that what it says? No, I didn't actually. I didn't put anything about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I knew this song a bit. You know, I've heard it before. Um, like Van Morrison's voice is nice. Nice. No, 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 no. Sorry, that sounded. I didn't that mean that like sound. Tepid. No, it's a really. He's got a really like smooth and like what you're reminding. Like his voice reminds me of just sitting in a really you know those chairs that like eat you when you sit down and you're just like yeah, and you yeah. just like melt into them I love, I love the analogy I don't quite agree actually you know but, but like, I think more so on yeah, this song yeah yeah it's just got that like warm like yeah, yeah. like fuzzy kind of you, you just do some sitting. great facial expressions here shame we're not capturing them <laughs> you're just like sitting in that like really comfy chair yeah, yeah. and it's the chairs because it's eating you the yeah, yeah. chair is surrounding you mm-hmm. you know that's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, and... I think the... Yeah, I did think... <laughs> I do think the song is a bit long for me. And the thing about Van Morrison is, like, I like him, and as I said, yeah. he's a good singer, and, like, the melodies are usually quite nice. And I, he does that kind of little, like, kind of very tasteful... You know, the guitar in the background's always quite tasteful yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I think for me, a lot of his melodies just feel like they get a bit like predictable almost. If yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And because they're quite long and it's quite repetitive. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same with the guitar playing actually, like the instrumentation stuff. It kind of follows a little bit of a formula, and you yeah, know, yeah. and because it's so long, I'm like, oh, I get a little bit tired yeah, of it. Yeah, I see what you mean. 
But I, I do, love, like, I like yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's just what was going through my head when I listened to it a lot, <laughs> you know? I, th- I, th- I feel like, though, he does a lot of these, like, some of his longer songs are, like, 15 minutes long. They're, they're not quite as repetitive, though. He will get a bit, he will get a bit, uh, proggy with it. Yeah. And do, like, different sections. But I think in this song, there's enough of a build-up, and there, there's, like, the moments where it, it's still playing the same chord progression, but there's, like, a crescendo, and it brings it down again. And maybe it's quite subtle, but... I think it is quite subtle. I do agree. Like, yeah, there yeah. is definitely, like, a build-up and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I do think... I mean, it's quite a mellow song, isn't it? It's one of... Yeah, it's one it's of those. It's very mellow. Um, but, yeah... I, I, it's good to say about Van Morrison, what you, about what you said before, he is a very limited songwriter. Yeah. Which I completely excuse because he's got such a cool voice and he's got a great band. He's always got a great backing yeah. band. And he always does those little things where he builds it up and then brings it down yeah, again. Yeah. It's, it's very subtle. But he is, I mean, he's got, like, a, so his first stuff was out in, like, the, like, 60s. So 66 was probably his first, like, single or something. Mm. So it's, like, 54 years ago. Yeah. You know, he's had nearly six decades of basically, like, three or four chord songs. Yeah. I don't, I mean, to be honest, I don't know his songs, but, like, I know he's more famous. And, you know, there was that period where you were at university, Jacob used to listen to him a lot. So I'm sure I have heard a lot of his songs. But, like, they're... they're Shout kind of... out to the guy who uh, lives next door to me. <laughs> Woo-woo! He hated it. He and hates... maybe that's where I'm like, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> long Van Morrison song. It was Moondance. I like, see, I think Moondance is the best. Like, it's like one of his best. Yeah. It's his best album. Def- it's, oh, his, it's a great album. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just um, what were you saying before that? Sorry. Yeah, he's a very limited songwriter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like he's he's his songwriting, I guess, is similar to like, like your Bob Dylan or someone like that. Mm. Like actually, very straightforward songwriting. Like he's not, he's the opposite of proggy, in a way. Actually, I think. Mm. Van Morrison does kind of prog it up a little bit but you know it was, it was the 70s everyone did yeah. Um, but yeah he, get, he gets away with doing quite not very much and I do love I love him though. I think his voice I mean I'm not I don't know enough about singing to say like technically but his voice is my favourite I think it's just really? yeah your favourite voice yeah yeah but like um, yeah because oh. he just it he has that thick guttural kind of like throatiness in a. Do you know what I mean? He has. Yeah. He can really like bring out and really emote. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And really yeah, it's, put it's some emotive. soul into that. Yeah. And like he. And you hear him live, and it's even now. But if especially if you hear like the seventies live stuff, is amazing. Like he just smashes it yeah, and it, yeah. his backing band are always amazing yeah. and even now like he can sing like he's not like Van, uh, Bob Dylan's lost it like and some people like are fine with that because he's you know got that gruff kind of old man yeah, thing yeah I was going to say it doesn't mean that much <laughs> but Van Morrison just still sounds great and I think he's got a great voice yeah but yeah, yeah. I, do, I do like his voice and I think like for this song as well like that kind of emotiveness like what is it like Tupelo Honey it's Tupelo as a place right yeah, is like it, a like a town or something. It's in the south of yeah. in America. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't know where exactly. Yeah, but there's something about the way he sings, like um, like the tubal and honey line, you know, like it, because he's so like smooth and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. quite um, like it, you know, conjures up the image of like yeah, honey, yeah. Um, almost, doesn't it? Like 
which is quite. I always like that when yeah, yeah. Um, they bring that kind of that imagery almost yeah, yeah. like to a song like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's the sweetest tube of honey, honey baby. From the that is, I was gonna say, I don't think I did. I write that. Do you think that's a stupid line? Oh, that line pissed me off. I, I think it was the more I listened to it, I was like, oh, that line, that one is, um, no, I didn't write that down, but yeah, that line isn't great, is it? It's not great, but he totally <laughs> yeah. gets away with it, yeah. No, I think he does get away with it. It's like that Thin Lizzy song, like, tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town, the jail, maybe, yeah, oh, like, yeah, something so is a bit obvious, yeah. But it's that kind of it's got that kind of um, stream of consciousness feel. Like he's ad libbing it. That's what it feels like anyway. Yeah, so that, that's, that's where you can get away with it. But I think that comes through in like the melody almost as yeah. well because it doesn't really move very yeah, much. Yeah. He's just like, la, la, la. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of goes on, la. like which is fine. It, I think it works. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying maybe that's something that gets me a little bit yeah. with that kind of. But it's a lovely sound. It's, I mean, it's a lovely it's love nice, song. It's nice. Yeah. Well, is there? A, I'm sure there's like something where he like pronounces a word in a really cool way, and that, is it that song? I didn't write granite. That song. Is it? It says granite, quite cool. How? Um, oh, I thought you were do a little. Oh, is it? It's China. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Came to me then. China. <laughs> I'm making it sound Glaswegian. See, it builds up. Yeah, that's true. It does. Yeah. I feel like, and, and again, it brings it down again. I think live, this would be awesome. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I don't feel it, you know. And I'm just yeah, listening yeah. It through my headphones. I'm like, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, I don't know. Van Morrison's just one of those guys who has like a, just his songs have a beeline to my soul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. He just he just does it's just the you way he has to say things. Email him and tell him that. We'd like oh, that. he's famously like grumpy. Doesn't want to oh. talk to fans. Doesn't oh. give a shit. Right. Okay. Then. That's how I'm fine with that. Oh, that's a shame. But it's a great song. I know you're seeing now how the playlist touches on all the subjects. In love. Life. Mental illness, alcoholism. <laughs> race, I was going to say they've all been race, quite dark. Race so relations. Far. Which one was race for That was ones? like black coffee, oh, firstly. <laughs> well. Also, I ate up the apple tree with the whole Jewish person trying to... Oh, okay, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me this. <laughs> I'm seeing it. You just, yeah, I just needed a bit more explanation. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready Got for the next song? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I think this might be the best name for any band that's ever been named ever. Ween. Ween. <laughs> Bananas and Blow. I think we got it. I think we can pause it now. What is this? From the fat man. Now, what's your opinion um, on this song? Where's our bananas and blue before we talk about this? Oh, yeah, it's true. I didn't provide us. I can go downstairs and get some bananas. It will take a little bit more rummaging to get the blue. <laughs> Alright, I'll wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was a joke. It's all a joke. Um, yes, this song. Um, so I know Nick, you've played Ween quite a lot, um, and I probably I think I have heard this song before. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is one of those things again where I'm like, I know like Ween are obviously like, you know, it's all a bit of a joke. Yeah. Like you know, um, I really like the guitar is very cool. I really like the classical kind of Spanish yeah. guitar and the, like the little solo yeah, and yeah. stuff. I really like that. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I guess it just felt like one of those songs I couldn't really get into that yeah, much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't I mean, know. I like Ween, but Ween are always on that line where you're just like, do these guys just get really tired really quickly? Or do I actually appreciate that irreverent, stupid humour? Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate the irreverent, stupid humour. But sometimes, that like, this song's not actually that funny. So if it's not that funny... Yeah, I think that's it. You're kind of like... Like, they're not such amazing songwriters that I can be on board with the songwriting. I do like this song, but I'm not in love with it. I mean, it's okay, yeah. Like, yeah. like the steel drums are cool as well. And yeah, yeah. Do, 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 you know, it's... But I don't know. It just... Because yeah, yeah. it's obviously trying to... It's obviously, like... You know, the whole thing is they kind of take off other songs, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, or styles of songs. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess if it's, like, you don't find it particularly funny and it's not even, like, the authentic thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, then you're like, oh, okay, I don't yeah, really yeah. know what to think of I this. I mean, I, I kind of put them in here because I just like them as a band. Yeah. And they're definitely... They're kind of one of the classic underrated bands because, again, they have, like, a big cult following. But they've never seen any real mainstream hit, any mainstream success, really. mm Although one of their songs was used at the uh, end of the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Spongebob. movie. Yeah. And that's a great song. Is that how you found out about them? Um, I think I found out about them separately about and then I realised mm. that they did that song as well. And I was just like, wow. That song, that one on the SpongeBob movie though, why does that sound as... Like, it doesn't sound as like a, a funny song. Yeah, it it's not. More like... That whole album is like a parody of progressive rock. Right, okay. But that song is just kind of a straightforward pop song really, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't sound... It's a great song, isn't it? Yeah. That one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. His voice is weird as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's so like I'm not sure if bassy. There's two of them. I th- I'm not sure if they both sing or whether it's just one dude. Okay. It might be. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I just recognise that one guy that's got quite a deep voice. Yeah, it might be the one dude. Um, but yeah, they're, they're kind of. I think they're one of those bands which are kind of like I don't know how to like best sum it up like fake diverse. Like, okay, yeah. superficially diverse, but actually very limited songwriters. Right. And I say that as someone who really likes them. And I think that the album that the mo- the Ocean Man is off, The Mollusk, is a great album. It's probably their best. Mm. And it's a really good album. But they're the kind of people who superficially sound like they're doing all these different sounds. Yeah. But actually, it's always kind of the same they always write the song, same song. Anyone can write a song and just add a reggae beat. Yeah. Or write a song and just make it a bit funky. It's like, well, if it's always the same song, that's not actually real diversity. Do you know what I mean? I guess so, yeah. I guess uh, I was kind of thinking, like, oh, like maybe it is kind of impressive if they're doing like lots of different kind of genres, you yeah. know. But I don't know them well enough to know yeah, how I think well that's they po- do that. That's what that's what stopped me from being like because some people love them and swear like they're the greatest band you know since like Queen or something like that they they they're just amazing like really brilliant albums that compete with the best albums ever and I just think I really like them mm. but I I could never put them quite that high just because of that that barrier is like they're superficially doing all these different things but everything's still very similar. Yeah, I guess, like, it's fine, you know, it is impressive to do lots of different things, but if you don't have, like, a standout, if something's not... If you don't have one thing that's, like, really good or, you know... No, it's not that. Like, they do write some really good pop songs, but... I think it's just, like, this is kind of a flamenco-y, South American-sounding song, but it's not actually, like, a proper flamenco. Mm. It's not, like, a proper 
I don't know what genres are in South South America. I don't know. But do you know what I mean? You know it's not authentic. You can hear it. It just sounds like a pop song that they've added steel drums to and a bit of flamenco guitar. Yeah. It's not actually. Mm. And it's a pretty straightforward song, actually. And like it happens quite a lot with them where you, they can sound... For people who like like that sense of humour, they can sound really impressive at first and then you, you can kind of be like, oh, actually, like they're not as doing as many things as you think. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like I'm just putting them down now, but I do really <laughs> like them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to say because I don't know them that well. Like, you've obviously played them, but I don't... Yeah. I'm not kind of, like, tuned into it yeah, that yeah. much, you know? I know the Ocean Man song, but I can't. I couldn't even name you like some of their other songs, you know. Well, they had a song called HIV song. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. Play that to you. That's that is just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the kind of thing that probably it wouldn't really be my type of humor yeah, anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I probably wouldn't have been. I think that's the thing. If I don't find it funny, then I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. be that interested. Yeah, that's kind of. It feels like that's kind of the thing. Yeah, I was gonna say that they do a brilliant. Like homage to Thin Lizzy, and it's like this is when they can be brilliant when they do that. Like when they get it right, when they pitch something correctly, they get it completely yeah. spot on. Yeah, that's cool. And when they do something like that, it's like it is funny because you recognise the like the reference, but it's also well done. Do you know what I mean? It's pitched correctly, but sometimes. Bananas and Blow is always a song that I've always been a bit weird about because it does have that fake feel to it mm. and it's a bit too consciously trying to like emulate that without really doing it. I still like the song, but I'm not mega keen on it. Yeah. And they did like a whole album which was like, oh, I've definitely played to you the, the country album, where it's like a parody of country yeah. music and right. it's really on the nose. Like they have a song called Piss, on, Piss, Piss Up A Rope and that's the one. Okay. On your knees, you big booty bitch, start oh sucking. Oh, like, the okay, lyrics maybe. are so on the nose. Yeah. And again, like, that is a parody of, like, misogynistic country music. And right. also, they, they have an infantile sense of humour anyway. Yeah. But, like, country music is really sexist. Mm. Um, but I th- for me, that's pitched right because it's completely taking the piss out of that kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, they went to Nashville and hired a bunch of, like, proper country musicians. Right. And it actually sounds a bit more authentic. Yeah. It always has that kind of polish. Yeah. I guess it's probably just that, yeah, it's almost like if something is, like, kind of purposefully, like, kind of emulating or whatever another type of music, then it, it almost feels like even if they do it well, it can't ever be as impressive as the other one. Yeah, I you tend know? to think that, It's yeah. like, uh, even if, you, yeah, because it's not your own in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It just... I don't think I could ever really get into a band like that. Yeah. And I guess the question is, it's kind of, what's better, like, a band or a musician who's really, really good at one thing or someone who tries a little bit of everything? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I guess when you take a step back, like, it is really impressive to be lots of different things, but I'm not sure, like, that's how most people look at... Well, clearly people do. But I think in popular music... I don't know, I'm not but sure. I think, yeah, I mean, someone like Paul McCartney has made a career off of being good at tons of different styles. Yeah. Whereas I think John Lennon was a lot more like, this is my thing. Mm. They kind of like, you could almost, to artificially put them as the two poster boys for the opposite. I always prefer John Lennon by a mile. Yeah. But I know, like, lots of I've never really thought that. of it like that, to be honest. Yeah. But maybe I just don't know, like, enough about yeah. the 
But like I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of like different. Like Queen have a very specific style, don't they? Mm. Like even when they went like a bit more synthy in the eighties, it's still Queen. The Queen sound, isn't it? Yeah. Trying to think of big bands that kind of. I guess the Beatles did do a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, they were. But I'm just thinking about like their biggest songs. But then they had so many. It's hard to say, <laughs> isn't it? Really. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I think like you kind of need to buy into a thing, yeah, and then you know you're more likely to like things that are at least a bit like that. Yeah, but I think but psychologically, I don't know. If that's for me. The problem is what you said before. Yeah. Is like if you're really good at like, well, if you do a bunch of things well, like different genres and styles, without finding your own style, or whatever. Mm. The problem is always going to be like let's say you do a bit of blues and then a bit of reggae. It's like well, why do I listen to you do blues when I can listen to someone else? do blues off, like properly yeah. why would I listen to you do reggae when I can listen to Bob Marley or yeah. all the other blue, you know reggae musicians that becomes a bit of the problem like, I think yeah no I agree and we know lucky that their thing is like that humour and that satirical thing that they still have a thing yeah yeah I just think that yeah maybe it can get a bit tiresome or yeah oh well are you ready for the next one the next one is very different yeah Oh, this one. We don't need to talk about this for long. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, okay, go on. King Curtis. (gasps) Is King Curtis, sorry. Is that not the name of that little child on um, Super Nanny? I don't know. I have to send you that video later. So that's. Memphis Soul Stew by King Curtis and the whole song is just a really simple groove and he's basically saying we're going to make a Memphis Soul Stew mm. I want a quarter pound of bass I want a pinch of organ and that kind of thing <laughs> yeah it's, it's the short it's not the shortest song in here no how but long is it it's, it's three minutes it's longer <laughs> yeah, than I yeah I was going to say it's quite it's just like a standard song yeah though, isn't it? but there's a great bit when he goes in beat well yeah no like, I, I think it's quite fun, isn't it's it? It's fun, Like, yeah. it's, as you say, like, the, the kind of concept is, is, like, almost quite simple, but in a way it's like, oh, yeah, like, it, in a way it's quite clever, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know, yeah. you know, it's quite, um, maybe the more I listen to it, I was like, you know what, like, this does work well, and, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and yeah, like, it's cool, those little kind of riffs and yeah, yeah. the little bits where it it, Yeah, build it bit by bit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those things where there's, like, one central conceit to it, and then, like, that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's not much to say about it, I guess. Like, it's a cool song. Yeah, I'm not like, going to, like, listen to it loads yeah, and loads yeah, yeah. or anything. But, but I like um, the little kind of central metaphor, you know. It's, it's, it's yeah, a song. It's like a stew. I mean. Yeah. You know, they're in Memphis. You throw little bits in, yeah. you know, pop it in the pot. It's know? fun. Yeah. We don't even talk about this for very long. All right, yeah. But, you know, it's all right, yeah. I thought you might want to listen to <laughs> Where did you, you find about this one, I have then? no idea where I first heard yeah. that. I'd like to years. know the story. I've probably heard it on, like, a compilation nice. random thing. King Size Soul. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's a saxophonist, I think, or he, he played something. He played something, can obviously. You just, I'm just curious, can you just put on, like, one... Can we... Are these all covered? Wait, is Memphis Soul Stew a cover then? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, that's sad. Disappointed. Oh, 
Oh, what is this song again? Oh, um. Stop what's that sound? Oh, ready for the next song? I think so. This Although, is a classic. I do feel like I need. You need a, proper... a break. No, it just makes me want to eat some roast beef. Oh, this song, right. Roast beef of old England. This specific version is done by a guy called Jerry Bryant. Okay. When mighty roast beef was the Englishman's food, it ennobled our veins and enriched our blood. Blood. Our were brave and our courtiers were good. Oh, the roast beef of old England. Yeah, I mean, it's very hearty. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. This is a weird song. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a kind of folky, like. So I was interested. What kind of wider topic or issue can I tie this to? You know. Um. I don't know. It seems quite straightforward, really, to me. I mean, I might like be nationalism wrong. Nationalism and imperialism. Probably, yeah. Old England, you know, it's probably got some of that. No, well, it's, it's it's very much in the kind of hurrah, rah, rah, England, oh, bully, down with the French. We don't want those French I don't French think it says Jews. down with the French. No, though, it says something it? about French food. But does it's it? that, yeah, it says something about French food, about, we don't, I can't remember what it says. We exactly. don't like French food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but since we have learned yeah. from all vaporing France to eat their ragout, to eat their ragouts <laughs> as well as to dance, we're fed up with nothing but vain complacence. Oh, the roast beef of Oh, England. so they're a bit like, beef is the bloody best, man. Roast beef, roast specifically. Roast beef is just the bee's knees. We don't eat ragouts in this country anymore. Yeah. Down with the French. It's, yeah, it's idiotic. That, it? It's just incredibly stupid. <laughs> but if you take that all away, you know, it's quite... It's a jaunty little yeah, tune. But it's no, got nice harmonies The in interesting thing well. is, this is really random, but I remember once driving to Hook in Hampshire... When we used to live in Birmingham for like a meeting oh, with Virgin yeah, Media. I used to go there. And I used to just put on like the radio. And I never listened to the radio, but there's nothing else to listen to at the time in the morning. And uh, there was um, like a whole Radio 4 like special on like food and nationalism and like notions of masculinity thing. And like yeah. it was all about roast beef. Okay. And like roast beef, like bully beef, you know, when people say like that kind of thing, it's a very English yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is just a, such a long tradition of like roast beef being as a, seen as a very traditional English thing, mm-hmm. even though beef is a is a French word, but um, and like tying into like ideas of like imperialism and nationalism, and it's always like a specifically anti-French thing. And even today, I think it's still around. And there is like definitely tied in with you know men eat meat, yeah, and it's all very stupid, obviously. Mm. But um, it's just weird that it is a thing. It's a, really identifiable thing that you hear and you're like yeah that makes sense you have a category for it in your brain already made for it yeah yeah no it definitely is still a thing i think maybe like i think it's only like the last few years where it's maybe like a bit less of a thing because obviously yeah, like, yeah. veganism is more popular yeah yeah um but yeah it's so weird though isn't it like i mean every country has like they're always proud of their national cuisine aren't they yeah and people get very defensive of it and very yeah, specific about so. what what is a proper pizza or what is a proper pasta dish. Ours or... is just so basic though, isn't it? It's like, just put a bit of cow in the oven. That's it. Yeah. 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 It's a bit sad. But, but, so this song is written about like Elizabethan England. Mm. Maybe it was written at that time as well, I'm not entirely sure. But, um, what was I going to say? 
even at that time, British cuisine was not too dissimilar to French, and we had spices and herbs from all over the world coming here, and British cuisine wouldn't have been as famously shit as it is now. Yeah, yeah. That's more of a remnant of like post-industrialism and post-World War Two rationing. Yeah. Um, so you're just saying that if they cooked a roast beef, it would probably be quite good. Well, I think for some reason roast beef just became like totemic of English food even yeah. back then. But actually, British cuisine, especially amongst the upper classes, would have been very similar to French cuisine. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just a roast. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. And you know, maybe not quite as far back as it is, or maybe even then. But you know, we had a tradition of like curries and like food from both India and you know, the, like, Malaysian Peninsula and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there was lots, lots of diversity there, but, yeah, for some reason it got tied to roast beef. Yeah. I mean, don't mind a roast beef. Yeah. It's not the most You say you don't mind thing. it. When was the last time you had a roast beef? I couldn't tell you, to be honest. <laughs> couldn't tell you. But, yeah, that's clearly not my most favourite thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but what was I say? This guy's particularly Jerry Bryant. Obviously, he's underrated by definition because no one's heard of him. <laughs> the only yeah. reason I know him is because if you're looking for sea shanties on Spotify, you eventually come uh, to him. And he was like some dude from like late sixties or seventies England, right? And he's got some songs. He does. He does all the classic sea shanties. It's got a very <laughs> sea shantyish voice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Some good yeah. stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's enjoyable. It's very. It's got a very powerful kind of hurrah. Yeah, hurrah, hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, I mean, I know I've already said that we've had the best song, but I think this next song actually is the best song. Okay, go on. By a little band called Tenacious D. Kiyobasa. I love you, baby, but all I can think about is Kiyobasa sausage, your butt cheese is warm. I check my testing, you need This is a great song. I love this song. I've always loved this song. So we... You know, we've had some love songs, <laughs> and this is getting a little bit more intimate. What's this song about, then? It's quite intimate. Huh? What's this song about? Sausages. One sausage. About kielbasa sausage. sausage. Yeah. What's it about? Kielbasa sausage. I don't know what you're on about. It was a song about sex, specifically yes. anal sex. Yes. You don't look happy about that. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's tenacious D, I mean, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've said this to you before, and I, I stand by this. I think this is one of the best albums ever. I, you can't fault it as an yeah, album. I just, I, I cannot. Like, you, I, in a way, I don't want to call a joke album one of the best albums ever, but I cannot fault it from beginning to end. And it's a long album. I think that's what I was thinking of, like, with Tenacious D. I was like, why do I like Tenacious D so much? Because... They are like obviously like a joke band, yeah, and, yeah. you know. All the lyrics are so like they're either about sex or smoking weed. Like they're so kind of inane in a way. Yeah, yeah. But I th- I think it must be that kind of there's that weird kind of mismatch between like the lyrics, which are kind of really stupid and like funny, but yeah, yeah. you know. But obviously, like Jack Black is an amazing singer, and like um, Cal Gas is like a really competent guitar player as well, and you know it's just. Yeah, there's something really cool about that weird incongruence, I yeah, guess. Because yeah. I don't, I'm not really, there's not many other bands, like comedy kind of bands that I'm into. I yeah, guess. yeah, I, th- I think we could link it back to Ween, because yeah. they're like a comedy band, but yeah. weirdly, I think Tenacious D are a lot better at it. I think they're just funny. Like, yeah, they yeah, funny yeah. Like, Ween well. are rarely like laugh out loud funny, they're more like, 
I see what you did there. Yeah. Where Sinesh and Dee are genuinely hilarious. And I don't know what it is about them that I find so I think it's funny, just because they're so like straightforward about it. Like they're completely on your level. Yeah. Like yeah, there's no... Pre- like the songs are quite sophisticated in a way, but there's no pretense towards sophistication. Yeah. yeah. And I think... I think... So many people sing about the things they do seriously, and you, you listen to it like, is this just a joke? There's so many people who sing about sex all the time, and I, my go-to example is like Prince. Mm. And I don't think Prince is as great as people say, but like I fully believe that he's very serious about like, you know, he's not taking the piss. Whereas Tenacious D are two fat, <laughs> bald or balding no. dudes. Yeah, yeah. Who are just singing about like three songs. Maybe that's kind of obviously that's yeah. funny. And I think like, well. like I think if you were singing about just smoking weed and having sex all the time and you weren't doing it in a jokey way, you'd you'd be stupid. Oh it'd be awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be terrible. But yeah, yeah. I'd hate it. I yeah, would yeah, yeah. hate that so much. But because they're just I uh, I don't know what it is like and a lot of people I mean I, you know, a lot of people hate their stuff, don't they? I mean, I don't even like any of the other I mean, albums. imagine so. I've never actually met someone yeah, that does, some people but just really I'm sure they like, do because just like you know, dismissed as like yeah, gross humor. But I don't even find it gross because it's not. I mean, they even have songs about like Cleveland steamers like pooing on someone's chest. Like it's just, yeah, I forgot what that was until you said, but yeah. They they have all these things and it's so gross, but you just don't take it. I don't take it that way because it's just. I guess it's because it's so obvious as well. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Yeah, it's just all out there. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And the songs just sound good, you know what I mean? So like, they're good songs. Like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're catchy, and as I said, like, the vocals and yeah, the guitar. Yeah. But even the comedy cool. interludes, like, the little things between the yeah, songs, are just yeah. genuinely hilarious. It's just funny. Like, you, I think it, yeah. And when I listened to that album, like, I'd never heard anything like that before, you yeah. know? And, like, I've told you this before, my dad bought me that album when I was... I think I must have been like 11 or 12 when this album came out. Yeah. I remember sitting in the living room together, like listening to the, the CD, just like listening to the, the album through. And like, you know, obviously I was like, oh yeah, this is so cool. I was, now I'm like, what was my dad thinking <laughs> at that point? Like listening to like Kill Bass and was he like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> he didn't say anything. And you know, he likes them as well, but... Um, but look at it, it's a, 50 really... mi- it's a 50 minute long album with 21 songs. 21 songs, a lot of them is like skits or whatever. Yeah. And I, there's not a weak moment in there. I always thought maybe The Road was the weakest song. Yeah, I probably agree. That one's just a bit more generic. That's a little bit more like the ween thing though, isn't it? Like where yeah. they're just, they're doing a bit of a takeoff of a kind yeah, of like yeah. rock and roll. There's a middle, like, I feel like there's a middle bridge or something which yeah. is a bit better on that song. To be honest, it's quite a catchy song still. Yeah, yeah. Like quite like, you know, I, but like, I know that song. If we go through the track, like Kilbasa, brilliant. One note song. <laughs> Hilarious. Tribute. I mean, Tribute is just brilliant. Wonderboy. Oh, classic. Hard Fucking is a great little skit. Yeah. Fuck Her Gently oh, is an unbelievable classic. Explosivo. Love it. So good they use that again in the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dio, Dio, great song. Inward Singing, hilarious. Kyle quit the band, brilliant. Very sharp. The Road. Lee. Lee. Cock Push Up is just hilarious. Lee, silly, brilliant. But this is what I look like. All those Lee is like, really short, there's but... nothing to it, but yeah. they know to just sing the song and just move on. <laughs> Friendship test, karate, schnitzel, karate, rock your socks. Oh, uh, rock through. your socks off is a little bit like the road in that yeah, way, though, isn't it? That's true. It's a little bit of a drive-through. Is hilarious. Double, Double team, team again. I could have 
Yeah, that's that's even dirtier almost than Kilbasa. Yeah. And yeah. City Hall is just brilliant. That's like the. I kind of want to listen to that That's the epic again, classic. Though. You see, I don't even listen to it now for like maybe a year or two, and then I just put it on, and I'm like, this album is it's just it's just amazing. Yeah, it's been a long time since I listened to, it. and like even Kilbasa, like I hadn't listened to this one in a while, yeah. but I remember always like the guitar even is so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like really simple, but I really like it. It's really cool, and that bit where he goes um. Uh, he goes up high yeah. and his voice sounds so good his, his so. voice is just again he's another person like when you see him and you see him sing yeah that, he's like what I, I guess again that's why it makes it so much better in a way you're like oh my god this guy oh, yeah. like this little short like podgy guy and he just doesn't take himself seriously as yeah, well yeah. Which is kind of it's kind of refreshing because he yeah, is yeah. really talented yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's just like you know yeah, he's a weird guy. <laughs> but he's just him. But he's yeah, just in a good so, way. Like, he's odd. But... Straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you seen what I'm saying now, Karen, when I say this playlist just touches on everything. Sex, beef. Love, Love. nationalism, imperialism. Oh, sorry, imperialism, not beef, yeah. <laughs> but also, also, yeah, beef, if you take it literally. <laughs> Yeah, a bit of the bit. Bible, a bit of alcoholism. A bit of the Bible. A bit of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Now, wow, that's like the bulk of our playlist done. Oh, oh. but wait, oh my god, what's uh, that? Bonus round. What? Who played it better? Now, I've only done this once before, I did this with Lewis. I'm excited. And um, um, we'll play, we'll listen to both the songs first. Okay. The song is Sean and Bread. Yeah, we never, we, we thought, you know, we're going to get some Sean and Bread. To eat whilst we record this, but we never did it. Also, like, such a we don't eat, really eat meat, so. Yeah, but we could so just butter. No, we could eat butter, yeah. We could have made some, like, We We could have done it, Jacob, and we didn't. Let's we just didn't. put it out there. That's because you wanted to make Thai curry. All right, let's carry on. No one needs to hear You say we? Dinner. That's why you said we, and that was... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you see, I'm not allowed to use we when it's my responsibility. You never said, Karen, let's make some shortening bread for dinner, oh, right. did you? Well, okay. Carry on. So, yes. That's a long album, that. What year was this? 1990? That's the greatest hit. <laughs> this is like a 50... This is like a pure 90s song. 51, 57, 58. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Do you want to hear the whole thing or should we... Nah, it's alright. I've listened to it. So the first one was the Andrew Sisters, and the second one was the Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Right, yeah. what, what kind of conversation do you want to have around this? I just. Well, can I not just tell you what I think? Of yeah, you go on. I like it. What is it? The Andrew Sisters. Yeah. And yeah, thought it was nice. <laughs> it's weird. Is that the um, one you preferred? Oh, I thought that was the big reveal at the end. I'm just gonna talk. Oh, okay, no, no, we'll do it how you want it. That's <laughs> no, what I thought you'd try. No, I was saying to you. Oh, this is another thing I revealed to you before the podcast. But when I was listening to it, it just makes me think of a little fat chubby baby dancing. 
obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm rather keen on the Beach Boys, you might know. Mm-hmm, yeah. But um, Brian Wilson in the 70s was obsessed with this song. Like, he just became obsessed That's with so it. so weird. He would, just, he would just sit at piano, playing it for hours. Like, people would come around and he would just play it to them. Like, Alice Cooper came around and he just played it to him. He would just play it to everyone. He was obsessed with this song. Yeah. Well, that's really random. <laughs> Where do and you he hear this song? I, I don't. He might have. I don't know. Like part of me is like, is, is that the version he heard? That like, Andrew Sisters might be. It's one of the few versions I can find online that predates the Beach Boys one. Um, and he just he would tell people like, this is the greatest song that's ever been written. He would just swear that he's like best song. There's there no great song. People like really excited to hear it. And he play it and they'd be like, <sighs> Was he going through what? some kind of? I mean, crisis at the that 70s, point. He was always going. Yeah. I just wonder if he still loves the song. Or I think he, was he like, still likes oh, it. No, it was <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, he always says. Um, he says um, a Phil. He's really into Phil Spector. I think he says some Phil Spector song is a great song. Probably "Be My Baby" or something like that. Oh, um, okay. Very different. He's also really into Red. Gersh. He's really into Gershwin. So like okay. Rhapsody in Blue or something like that. Um, I know, isn't it? But um, yeah, so he's obsessed with it. Uh, and what I find, I guess, funny but also tragic is at this point, this is like 78, 79, the Beach Boy, like Brian Wilson was just not writing songs for them at this point. Right. He was just too far gone, really. Um, and they clearly sat around like, right, we're going to write another album, we're going to release it. We haven't got enough songs. They were so... Devoid of songwriting talent. They were so, except for him, they were so incapable of writing songs. Actually, it's not fair. Dennis Wilson could write songs, his younger brother, but he kept. He ended up keeping them for his solo career. He died only a few years after this, anyway. Um, um, they, they were so like devoid of songs that they were like, "What's that song Brian keeps playing? Should we just should we do a version of that? Yeah." Yeah, we should Aww. do a version of Shortening Bread. And, like, the first time I heard this song, I was like, who is this meant to appeal to? Who is the audience of this song, Shortening Bread? It almost sounds disco, doesn't it? Like a disc. It's got, like, it's got like really, like, simplified, like, it's beat. like... Like, what is it? Like, Rocky, like, boogie. Yeah. Boogie-woogie. Yeah, but it's got these, like, like, unison bends, and you're like... Guitar yeah, stuff in the background. Like, be interesting to see how that fits in with the rest of that album. Oh, it's, yeah, I'm it guessing it stands out like a sore thumb. Well, it's just a shit album. Oh, so yeah. they all sound rubbish. Well, if, if it's a Beach Boys album that doesn't have Brian Wilson writing songs, then it's not a good album. That's a, that's a good rule. Was Brian Wilson pleased that they were going to cover that song? I don't know. <laughs> or was he just... I think he actually he recorded it originally with them anyway as, a, as part of an album that didn't get released in the end. Um, and I think they just used it and just like put some new vocals on it or something. I just don't, I don't understand like so who who in the band thought yeah like what did they think their audience was when they did that I don't like nothing they were about just that desperate yeah they were <laughs> so desperate but like it's so unbelievable like how could you spend that like fifteen years in a band with Brian Wilson and not pick up any idea of how to write a song. Like, li- like no know. idea. Maybe they just had the fear, though. Like, they didn't want to try to, like, I don't know. But they did write the rest of the songs on the album, did they? I think no, but just didn't really write much. Okay. Um, yeah, whenever I hear, like, this song, I, like, I don't even not enjoy it because it's funny. 
But I just think, like, who who on earth did they, they think they were writing for? They could have released an album of covers. Like, do you know what I mean? And it would have been better, but short and bread? In that form as well? Yeah, it's very odd. I mean, the song's odd anyway. Like, it's just weird yeah, yeah. anyway. Like, where would you... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of enjoyable in a yeah, strange yeah. way. But yeah, yeah. to cover it in that way... But you, but you like you like the uh, the little yeah. baby. If you picture it as a baby dancing, that's that's what I you like. like. It. Yeah, it's just because it's kind of cute and okay. it's like, it sounds really jolly. And but yeah, the Beach Boys one doesn't do that for me. And no. then I'm just like, oh, it's a bit boring now. It's just I weird. Like it. It's just so weird. Yeah. Do you know what I'm gonna? Should we round round it off with one more song that isn't on Spotify, but I think you should listen to. I think it's a bit of a palate cleanser because it's palate cleanser. It's like still about it. food. <laughs> Fitting in with the theme. Um, but you can't see who it's by, so I'll click on it in a sec. Do I have to close my eyes? Sorry. Yeah, I know. It's on YouTube, you see. You'll know it is as soon as you hear it, to be honest. Is it the Beach Boys? Doughy bits. It's really goofy. So, um, yeah. I, I mean, Brian Wilson piano. famously got really fat in the seventies. Was that before or after he wrote that? No, that was like after. Yeah, oh, like, that right. that's why so he, he just wrote, wrote a song, song about it. Oh, yeah. so fat. Yeah. Because oh. he used to play like American football when he was in like high school. That's that's why he's like singing about like where's oh, my like God. good body gone? It's really tragic, but it's kind of like cute and like he, he makes everything sound quite cute so you just yeah, even yeah. when it's quite dark I mean that's Mike Love singing there but yeah, oh, yeah. Right. The well they all sound good do you not think they all no, sound similar no I mean they all have that Californian kind of accent yeah. but the, well, the Wilson brothers you, you would really in this, but a lot of people think that John and Paul sound the same and I don't think they sound the same at all they, they sound really yeah. different to me I mean yeah it's what you get used fair, to isn't it I don't know the Beach Boys that I think well so Carl Wilson and Brian Wilson can sound very similar sometimes. Mike Love has a very different voice. Dennis has a lot more like he's a lot gruffer. Yeah. Um, but I like that song, <laughs> and it's kind of like it's a good palate cleanser for the rest of the song because it's about you know. Don't eat all that stuff that yeah. we've been talking about, or else you won't look like look. Yeah. Anyway. Doughy lumps, <laughs> stomach pumps. Very, yeah, lovely. Doughy lumps. Great. Stomach pumps is a bit grosser, Stomach really. Stomach pumps is horrible. Yeah, yeah. God. But, um... Doughy lumps isn't nice either. <laughs> but, it, again, it sounds kind of, like, lumps. funny, I suppose. Oh, I mean, it is sad. The whole Brian Wilson thing is sad. Yeah. But, um, let's, let's not go into 
<laughs> but um, it's a good song. I, I mean, I, I generally like, really like, especially the chorus bit when it's just don't we love them. <laughs> I don't know. It's just again, it doesn't speak say, to me. At the end, he um, I think he says something about like going to the radiant radiant radish. Radiant Radish was like a f- health food stall Brian Wilson owned in the oh, late 60s. I think I read that he okay, owned yeah, yeah. a health food thing. Was he like super fit at one point? No. Well, yeah, maybe when he was like in high school, like when he played. But not golf. after that. No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. And to this day, not really. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I think that's a funny song. It's just because I read that he got really into fitness at some point. when Yeah, he but I don't think he actually but played he the practice. I think right. he just... He, he was like, yeah, I really, I, yeah, I'm really into this health and fitness thing. And like, he probably read a book. Right. So, what, right, what, were your, what was your favourite song? Oh, no. See, I, I talked about this the other day, but I don't know if I can really... That's fine. Just what were some standout tracks? Right, Definitely Tenacious Deep. Definitely because that was already... Right, like, yeah. Put, like, put that, would, really would, would, would you say that was probably your favourite, if it wasn't for the fact you already I don't know. It's hard to say. What else did you really like? I liked Barney and Grit Rag as well. So that was Rory Gallagher one. And I put like I think I put Black Coffee up there as well, just because like I hadn't heard it before, and you know it's nice to have like a little new one Mm -hmm. that I liked. I think those are probably like the standout ones. No love, I ate up the apple tree. Not at all. No, you said you said not all, but you did say you were warming to it a bit. No. No, I I thought you did. I don't know. You have to rewind that. I take that. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, it's still great on me. I don't. I'll never listen to that again. Sorry, <laughs> Doctor John. Vegetables. I yeah, I, li- I like that one. I, I don't think I liked it as much though as the other ones I mentioned. But you know, again, like I didn't know that song, so that's kind of, you know, maybe a surprising mm-hmm. one that I like. Tupelo Honey. I I kind of knew that song a bit already. Yeah, it's yeah, big already. Yeah, I get. Do you think I'm pushing it a bit sometimes calling some of these underrated? I think Van Morrison is underrated. underrated. Like Van Morrison's a big name, but I still I think he's know. underrated. I really don't know, because I I know a lot of his music through you, so yeah. it's hard to say, like, yeah. I don't know how like big they are, really. Van Morrison, though, I would have thought he's a bit bigger than a lot of these, but... Yeah, yeah, he definitely is, but I still But think... I don't know, yeah, does he get the recognition he deserves? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. Um, like, I think, you know... A lot of them... Uh, I'm probably pushing it a bit by having Beach Boys on all the time, but I think the Beach Boys, anything <laughs> after the Beach Boys, anything after Pet Sounds is underrated because they completely went off the radar for quite a while. A so Tenacious D, Tenacious D underrated. I think I think anyone who doesn't put that in their top ten list of albums is underrating that album. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I will get into fights over this. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you. Yeah. But I think because because the, 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 their other albums are crap, their other albums are just not even worth talking about. And I think everyone just writes them off as a stupid, immature, infantile comedy band. Which they are. I was going to say. <laughs> but they're also brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe they, maybe they are underrated then. Um, but no, I think it's probably fair. Like, yeah, Van Morrison, I'm not sure. Yeah. But... I think, I mean, I think Ween, I think they are actually. I spent a lot of time maybe toning down. I think they get a lot of praise too much from people who are, like, obsessed with them. I think it's a problem with Ween, like if you're trying to read about them whatever, you're only the only people who know about them are obsessed with them. Yeah. And I just it's think a bit that, cultish. Yeah, like dial it back a bit. Like they are really good and they definitely deserve a lot more fame or whatever. Fame yeah. or whatever. Um But they're not mind blowing. I think Rory Gallagher, out of everyone out there, 
is probably the one person who is the most underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Because I said it before, I'll say it again, he, he's like, when it comes to like white blues. White blues. I mean, that, but there, there kind of is a difference, do you know what I mean? Like, because the first generation of blues people were all the original, like, Chicago blues and Memphis blues, but like Mississippi blues. Mm. And then white blues is really Eric Clapton S. Stevie Ray Vaughan in the mainstream. And they're the most famous ones. There's other people, obviously, to a degree. But Rory Gallagher, I think, is better than both. Yeah. No, yeah. What's the, what is the worst thing on that list? Uh, I ate up the apple tree. Really? <laughs> what? That was the one that annoyed me the most, so it's going to have to be, <sighs> isn't it? I didn't like the Beach Boys shortening bread either, particularly. Yeah, that's different. That's, that's in a um, separate round. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, can I not just say I ate my apple tree then? No, because it's a great song. <laughs> well, you wouldn't accept any of them because you made this playlist. Uh, I would have accepted... Bananas and Blue. No, I think I would have accepted Roast Beef of Old England first. Oh. No, I like that better. I'd happy to listen to that. Yeah, look like that better than I ate the apple tree. Yeah, okay. It's repetitive, but you know. Oh, those people <laughs> all day. Just got a thing <laughs> against that song now. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Just really great. But I think that's it. I think that's it. You've already yeah. shown yourself to have terrible taste in music. Oh, cheers. I'll come <laughs> back then. Whatever. So, um, do you want to say goodbye to people? Goodbye. Sure, you don't want to plug your um my Twitter, <laughs> your Instagram. Please don't look at my Instagram. Why? What's on your Instagram? Nothing. I just Is it keep just it private food? for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's mainly food and cats. Well, one cat. Oh, I should have I should have done a podcast on cats and food for you. Next one can be cat- I don't cats. Know. Oh yeah, there must be some. That would be tricky. Um, oh, I've already got a couple. Yep, General Giant had a song about a black Wait, cat. Wait, let me. Can I think of one? You're not, allowed to sing, you're not allowed to choose songs from the musical Cats. Yeah, no, but they're not about Cats. You know, supposedly, there is a version of the film Cats where they haven't edited out the cat buttholes. I think I heard something like this before. Yeah, I read that and I was like, is this real? That's like, weird. Is this real? <laughs> supposedly, people are like, we need to see it. We need... Can... Sorry to interrupt. Can you have Cat Stevens on the cat playlist? Uh... Mm, I don't think so. Oh. But we could. We could do Pets and have Cat Stevens doing I Love My Dog. Oh, that sounds like a rubbish song. You've heard that song. Have I? I love my dog as oh, much no, as I love song. you. Sorry, take it all back. Also, Cat Stevens is amazing. You know I love Cat Stevens. You love Cat Stevens. I like him. You like Cat Stevens? Let's not get too carried away. Cat Stevens is great. I can't think of any more cat songs. Anyone got any cat songs? Hit me up on my Insta. Don't hit on the me gram. Up on my Instagram, actually. Yeah, just yeah. Think about it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.